don't care if I look stupid or not. Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty and a smile. I'm always trying to shove it in the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're yoking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Yeah, boys, drink the door. I don't know why you sound like Bane. Put smoke on that. Fuck it, I'll just let it be awkward. This is PJ Souls, and you are totally listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. Keep listening, or you know who might come after you. It's almost like Harley got scared of who's coming after him. He, you heard him stop typing? It almost sounded like she said, instead of saying totally listening, she's like, you're totally typing to the Bad Boys Podcast. <laughs> randomly type about, r- randomly type on all things types, writers. You'll you'll be pleased. Um, oh, okay. That my new work spot, they use Macs and they use a, a, a laptop and then they just hook it up to external monitors. And, but they give you, uh, like a, like a little Apple keyboard and one of them fucking weird mice that fucking are shaped weird for little miniature hands, like troll people and, uh, fucking keyboards all small. It's like a, it's like a laptop keyboard. It's fucking you tiny. Hear, you don't hear a damn thing, dude. Not a goddamn thing. It's whisper quiet. I can't type on it. We're shit. Exactly. I'm about ready to buy my a mechanical keyboard just to take it to work. I already brought a mouse. I'm like, I can't use this mouse. It fucking sucks. There's no buttons. There's no scroll wheel. There's no back button. There's nothing. It's all these like gestures and shit. You use your finger. I'm like, no, fuck that. I need to hear it. I need to hear that. Welcome to the inaugural Bad Boys Podcast episode of 2020. <laughs> We're starting off uh, on a bang, a tickety-tickety-clickety-clackety. I'm your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. The click-clacker. Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. And I'm Tony, a.k.a. MCP. How do you, how do you like your keyboards, Tony? Somewhere in between? Loud? Quiet? Um, I don't care if they're louder about the loudness. It's more about the feel. No, so, t- wait, wait. Are you talking about your, your girl? Or are you talking about your keyboard? What's, I'm confused. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe both. Oh, okay. Like my girls, like I like my keyboards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we obviously know how Harley likes it. Like a clagger. Noisy and lots of feedback. There you go. You get a lot of feedback. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Is Don't it all feedback? Control all delete. <laughs> <laughs> you want to forget it? <laughs> oh man, 2020, here we are, y'all. Episode 484. Or every time I say 2020, the kids remind me it's 2020. They don't like me saying 2020 for some reason, but I'm going to convince them. If it takes me all year, they'll be saying 2020. But if there is a date, apparently. I don't know if it, I saw a meme or something on, on 420. They'll be like, they'll be like six or seven twenties. In the calendar on 420 at that time on the in the year oh right at that time on that day yes it's 420 on 420 2020 yes yeah so how many 20s is that five i think okay. one two three. yeah there you go that's the kind of stuff we two. bring to the bad boys podcast four yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. 
I know Harley ain't counting because we got some we got some points to apparently Harley missed out on. Did you go back, Harley? Yeah, so I did, I did. So you don't and, fucked up uh, is what you did. Yeah. Motherfucker's right. Wow. I fucked him. Go ahead. I don't go ahead. Up. Here's the floor for you to apologize and, uh, to him. So go yeah. ahead. Yeah. I made that correct. He's got he's got he's got twenty points. Art's got twenty no, points. correction. He yeah, you get you're gonna give him an extra point for messing up. He has twenty one points, right? No, he has twenty points. He has twenty one now, right? Don't get confused. No, he's got. You giving him an extra point because you messed up, right? No, I ain't doing shit. Uh, uh-uh. fuck that. Sorry, Art. You, you heard me. I tried. You know, he tries a hard bargain. We're gonna say. Mm-hmm. I brought him a bowl of KFC chicken. He still ain't, ain't budging. So before we get going on our New Year's and all that good stuff towards the end, we gotta um, let's see. We were talking, discussing, I don't know, did you guys put it on the messenger or should we bring it up right now or about our top 10, three or five? Did you guys already post it? Oh, yeah. Uh, no. yeah. Oh, talk, yeah. talk about Drop it now. It. Yeah, every year, we every year at the end of the year, we like to do our top 10. Sometimes it's top nine, sometimes it's top eight. But this year we're going different. We're just going to be like, you know, I only saw five movies that I really enjoy or that I remember. So we'll make it a top five. Somebody might have a top three. Somebody might have a top twenty. Who knows? But um, yeah, we were either we were trying to decide if we should do it on the podcast, or if you guys just want to see our list and not waste your time, we can do that. Whatever you guys like. So just vote on the messenger. Let us know if you guys, yeah. guys want to hear us discuss the movies, or if we already talked about them. You know, we can just give you a list. There's some concern that uh, there might not be a large enough group of movies from 2019 for old man Martin over here. I was going to say, you're spe- okay, you're speaking, I appreciate you, you speaking for yourself. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, I know. <laughs> but what you're saying though, this weekend you're going to crank out a bunch of movies. So make sure you, you see, uh, to 2019. No, right? I'm not saying that. Okay. You've only been to the theater three times last year, right? What are you saying? Probably. That sounds about right. Yeah. Sounds about right too. What about you, Tony? Did you make it out more than five times to the theater? No. Wow, you were under four. That was probably under two. Whoa! No way. That I have no idea. No, I, that can't be. Oh yeah, this yeah, I got more. Like, hold on, Harley's Harley's typing. <laughs> I'm done. I've got done. a Fandango purchase on April second and October thirteenth. Get the. F- that's all you have. You looked on your app. No, just in my email. I get email receipts. Oh, oh right, right. And you've only had two. No fucking uh, I'm, way. I'm looking. I might have only seen two. I, I saw the Joker. I even got uh, congratulated then, how many times I went to the theater this year. And, I and then I saw, I did see, um, uh, what was the one we just watched? Uh, Ford V Ferrari. Okay. I, that might have been. That was it? That might have been it. Holy shit, balls! Yeah, I just didn't. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I don't think I saw. Okay. I mean, I seen some movies in 2000. Like looking at some movies, I'm like, okay, yeah. But yeah, I think I'd have a hard time finding ten movies. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, real quick before we get going, uh, we're a little segment I. Uh, I did a couple times randomly here and there, and I'm gonna bring it back up. 
your song of the day. What are you guys jamming to lately? I'll, uh, where do you want me to send this, Tony? In the Hangout? Yeah. I All said right. mine already. Oh, I didn't send. Oh. I think I sent it somewhere different. I sent it to the. No, I see it. I see, that's that's good enough. Okay. okay. So uh, I've been listening to this tune a lot. It's it's kind of like um, the one of the producers, Lenny Vega, is it's an old school like New Yorker house DJ producer, and then the Martinez brothers are new, younger like millennials, and they've been producing. So they came together and they made the song, and it's very like poppy, but. Um, I can jam it. I jam it all the time. All right. Yeah. Cool. Sounds right up your alley. It put Tony to sleep, I'm sure. But, I was going to say, hey, Bobby, it's, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Lullaby. Wow, call it a lullaby. You it's called uh, man Harley. That shit ain't bumping. That shit ain't lit. <laughs> it's called uh, "Let It Go." Let it go. All right, there you go. Who was it by? Who was it by again? Uh, Louis Vega and the Martinez brothers. It's going to take forever to build up. Whoa, I'm going to tell you what. My head's about to explode hard. I am the Optimum. Whoa. All right. I'm like, uh, some Transformers we break dance into. It sounds like something you would hear from a dude's nickname is MCP. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Spot on, man. And then Fonzo's got this. Wait, Tony, who was it by? Huh? Oh, 1788L. That's the name of the song? or the That's band? the name of the DJ. Or the producer. 1788L. He's the producer, right? The name of the song is Astray Slash R. Now, how many, how, how long did you have to fast forward before that breakdown? That one was probably halfway. Damn. I just, I'd usually click halfway because I know the main, you know, the, I can find it somewhere in there. Most. Do you enjoy that build up or is that too much for you to fast forward? No, I like, I, uh, I prefer live sets more than tracks and live sets just keep the song going. They keep the energy going. Whereas, Tracks generally have some kind of build up and and you know outro and whatnot. Right on. So no, usually I don't like long gotcha. long build ups. Like yeah, no, like give it to me now. Gotcha. All right, All right. and here's a here's a constant. Oh, oh, why is the mind guy get turned down? Some bullshit. The Rage Against the Machine, right? Yeah. yeah. You know the name of the song? Keep playing and it might be able to pull it. Right. Here it comes. 
He's like, I don't know the, name of the, the chorus, and then he's gonna go, Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I know what I was fired. What is it? That's kind of what I was doing, waiting for the chorus. No, yeah, well, but, yeah. we're gonna get to the answer. There you go. Did he get this part? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. What is it? Rally around the family. Of the I don't know the name of the song, though. No, I don't know. Oh, They're actually going to play Coachella this year. Oh, yeah, I saw cool. that. Yeah. Bulls on parade. Oh. Fucking song where he sounds like he's scratching. I mean, he, he is scratching, but on a guitar. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what the fuck? <coughs> I remember hearing that for the first time. I'm like, what the hell is he doing? And actually seen the visuals, definitely I'm blown away. For sure. What's that? I said that's definitely an oldie, but a goodie. Absolutely. Right on. There you go. That's your eclectic mix right there. Yeah. All right. All right. You guys ready to play uh, parent PG porn? Parents huh? guide to porno. I'm going to read off the uh, sex and nudity, violence, and gore. You got to pick what movie it is. No, never. No. So yeah. I think Harley's going to guess it and Tony's not going to try. I, I'm not even feeling it. Wow. I'm not even feeling it. Okay. <laughs> There's one that was pretty easy. Let's see. Oh, yeah. A put, a put bull attacks a man with bloody results. The same man is then killed by another character in the film by being stomped on. The man is punched in the face three times with the bloody results and then thrown against a car. <laughs> Nothing? Oh, sorry. I wasn't paying attention. Okay. Wow. I was just like, I don't what want to play see? the game. What did you get? What did you get? Oh, you want to do that? All right. So, uh, uh, Mazzy spent the weekend the night at a friend's house. And so me and Chris were, were up doing something. I don't remember. And we were like, uh, let's watch some. And uh, so uh, I was like, all right, well, let me scroll through my, uh, you know, my list of, of Blu-rays. So I remember um, I saw the change up once, like, you know, years and years ago. We talked about it on the podcast, I think. And I remember liking it. But um, you actually own a copy of that on Blu-ray? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. So um, there's a scene. I'm going to spoil the shit out of this movie. There's a scene at the beginning where Jason Bateman is changing his infant's diaper and it poops but it the camera like zooms in ah. yeah to the baby's ass and you can see its butthole like reverberate what? like I need to look at a baby's butthole bruh <laughs> bruh <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is my wife people the baby poops and it projectiles like like gray pudding and it hits Bateman in the face and then he opens his mouth 
and it, the baby projectile shits gray pudding into his mouth. I don't think I've ever seen a human get shit in his mouth before in a movie. Thank and this God. is like in the first 30 seconds of the movie, if y'all recall correctly. Chris could not stop laughing. Oh, She literally had herself in a stomach ache. She was in pain. We had to stop the movie. She had really? to take a break. She was laughing so hard. She, I, I, I don't know what it was. I'm watching it right now. It's on YouTube. It's not that funny. Hey, that baby's banging his head against the freaking crib. Yeah, the, like the crazy. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Hey, you won't spasm. stop him banging. Yeah, yeah, it's just spasm. It's listening to rage. He's got baby powder on his head. On his yeah. face first. So, so uh, it's a funny movie. Yeah. It's a funny movie. You know, they end up switching, and then uh, and then they switch back. You know, oh the man, change. the butthole is moving up. Oh, yeah, I told you. You thought I was bullshitting you? What's no, fuck? you. Oh, it's in his mouth. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Thank you. Then he uses the diaper to wipe his face off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, oh. oh, and we saw it. That's what we watched last okay. night. The, the night before we we find, the first chapter, not chapter Deuce, but chapter. This is this is chapter Deuce. Is the change up a lot of a lot of oh, deucing going on oh, in yeah, this one? Absolutely. So uh, it's funny, you know. Um, it's you know Ryan Reynolds is kind of playing the character that he did early in his career. You know, you could tell he's younger in this, and uh, you know it's kind of the playboy, kind of stoner playboy. And then Bateman's the uh, straight, you know, dad. And then they and then they uh, they have to change roles. Um, I was watching the movie. And I was like, I hate Leslie Mann, right? Like her characters, her, her, the actress, like, I don't know. Like, I think I saw like one interview with her in real life and then all the characters she plays. And I'm like, I don't like her, right? And every time I see her in a movie, I'm like, I don't fucking like her. She's really good in this movie. Like from a performance standpoint, like she's knocking, she's like almost on, she, she has almost as much, um, like, dialogue is Bateman and Reynolds because she's an integral part. She's Bateman's wife. Mm-hmm. And n- I mean, her character is obviously likable, but like her performance is really good. Like it's compelling. Like she has to do, like, she does pretty- angry. She, no. Oh yeah. That was a funny scene too. Um, and then she climbs into bed and Ryan Reynolds like, how dare you come at me? Guns, guns, guns are blazing. blazing. <laughs> She's backing his ass up. She's backing her ass up to him. Oh, man. What's funny is uh, there's this clip on YouTube, right? And it says turd splashing in the captions. And then it says farts. Yeah. <laughs> He's just mortified because he was thinking about her all sexy. Yeah. So, um, but I liked her in this movie, and I was like impressed at her performance. I think that was my biggest takeaway. Like second time around, I was like, "Wow, she's like acting her ass off in this movie." So, so two thumbs up for Leslie Mann. Um, and the uh, movie gets a high dollar. Movie's fucking hilarious. Like, I don't know why I'd Chris buy thinks that. that. For a dollar. That shit's the funniest scene of all time. But uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so. And then uh, you want me to talk about it right now or what? I'll just, I'll just, I'll just bang it out the way real quick. Uh, because you talked about this movie just, I mean, you know, I don't know. Well, actually, it came out 2017, so you might have talked about it like when it first came out. Um, it's the first of the two, yada, yada, yada. Uh, if you want to know what the movie's about or 
yada yada just go back and listen to Fonzo's. Uh it's good. Um it's uh there's a lot of like quote unquote scary moments. Like you see a lot of of Pennywise, you see a lot of those like kind of anxious movies. We let Mazzy watch it with us oh, and she was freaking the fuck out for sure. And then um we had to watch it in two sittings. Um, but like it was effective for her and I could see this movie being very effective for, for youngins. Um, you know, me and Chris were so old and, and you know, suspension of disbelief is tough. Uh, but the, the special effects are done very well. Um, you know, uh, the performance of what's his name? Uh, Bill Skarsgård. He's, he's very compelling. The voice, like the, the, the makeup and all that stuff is very compelling. It's creepy. And there's a lot of those, like, you know, we see a lot of these movies where you'll have like two or three, like genuinely like creepy moments in a, in an hour and a half long movie, right? Like, you know, where the, you see the eyes or, you know, you see, and then there's a moment where, you know, somebody's getting attacked and they slide off of camera. I mean, we've seen all of these horror tropes done before. But in this movie that's two hours and 15 minutes, I don't know about the second one. It's like there's a good hour and 20 minutes of, like, stressing you out filmmaking. You know, I mean, we get just enough character development to sort of, like, believe in these characters, the kids. You feel some empathy for them. It's, it's done well enough. It's a very delicate balance for this movie, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think um, Andy Muschietti, who also does part two, I think he did a good job. <laughs> uh, I can't speak to the original because I never saw it. Maybe if I saw it as a kid, I don't remember it. And I feel bad watching the remake. Um, me and Chris watched the remake because everybody at school is talking about it. Mazzy brought it up. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to let you watch this movie. What are they talking about? What do you mean? You said everyone's talking about it at school. Oh yeah, just everybody, all the her, all her friends. Did you see it? It's not scary at all. Oh, you know, yeah. and you know that you know they'd be shitting themselves. So they were just trying to, you know, because I tell you what, I'm sure the kids. I met, I know the kids that my that my 11 year old hangs out with, and they're all PG 13 innocent, you yeah, know. Sure. So so the fact that they were like, yeah, it's not scary. Have you yeah. seen it, Messi? Right. You know, that's because... Uh, She's like, bitch, I see a human centipede. Y'all can eat it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Fucking cannibal Holocaust? No, I didn't think so. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I got the remake and the original. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, it gets my a dad's favorite Serbian film? I didn't think so. <laughs> uh, it gets a dollar. I, I'd be... I'm interested to see the, the sequel being their adults. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We're on that shit next week, then. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Right. Probably still working on a fucking top 10 of 2017, apparently. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> the changeup was 2011. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You still fighting that cold you had? Well, no, just a fucking cough all of a sudden. I just got a Ooh. cough now. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, moving on. Switch it up. I saw Knives Out. Harley, you seen it? Yeah. No, I saw it. Right oh, I went to that in the theater. That's the third movie I've seen in the theater. Yeah. yeah. Written and directed by Ryan Johnson, Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, Cole Cash, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Don Johnson, freaking Michael Shannon, Tony Collette. 
secrets of a plumber. And that name, right? Was he the lawyer? Oh, he was a lawyer. Yeah, he does a lot of the Muppets. He does like Fozzie Bear and he's Yoda in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Frank Oz, yeah. Yeah, so he's in it, yeah. And then the greatest, and then the the, the best actress of the whole movie, Anna Darmus, was in it, so. But we got Daniel Craig in his foghorn leghorn action. Yeah. Really good, nice little draw. Detective investigates the death of a patriarch of a centric and combative family. So yeah, it's full on like a cool murder mystery movie. Um, I don't think there's been that many out since like Clue or something, right? If they have, I, we've never seen them, right? Um, we saw the uh, murder on the Orient Express. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't care for that. Me neither, yeah. This one's just got a really cool cast and, uh, it gets right on the beginning and it's, you know, starts giving you this one little story this way, this story this way. And with the detectives right off the beginning talk, um, kind of going over it, which is really cool. They got like Stanfield who's been in everything a lot, Lieutenant Elliot. Yeah. And, and, uh, and get out and, uh, yeah. he's in Gambino's show, Atlanta. And he was in this one. Then he was also one more thing. I can't. Yeah, something. Yeah, he's been all over the place, but he was great. Him and um, another, uh, Ryan Johnson stable, staple that's always in his movies. What is his name? Noah Segan played Trooper Wagner. He's like a f- full-on fanboy. He knows all the Christopher Plummer's books that he's written, which is really mm-hmm. cool. Like the cool little side character. If you remember him, he was a freaking idiot cop and um, um, in Looper, the one that keeps getting his ass kicked. Oh yes, yes. And I just saw Joseph Gordon-Levitt is is uh, credited as Detective Hard Hard Rock voice. Huh? Oh, did he do a voice? Oh, yeah, well, he did a oh, voice. I like that. Yeah. So yeah, very, yeah, it's a very cool movie. Like all, all these actors are just like so cool to see, and it's really neat to see them all in like one big movie, right? It's um, I can't remember another, a movie where you get so many actors in one shot like that. It's pretty neat. Like yeah. unless. But and they're not wearing the spandex or helmets or capes, so it's really cool. See, seeing Chris Evans not being Captain America, yeah, looks like he's fun. And uh, yeah, it's a really cool. I mean, you can't really talk about it without you know seeing it and really get into it. But it's just a fun. Everyone's everyone's great in it, especially my girl Anna. She's fantastic. She can't do no wrong in my eyes. Um, yeah, in her eyes, she can't do any wrong. Hey, have you seen her? Yeah. There you go. Baby, have you seen her? Baby, have you seen her? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Knives Out, man. It's a, it's, it's a lot of fun. I, I, you know, I like to talk about more about it, but like I said, performance is great. Ryan Johnson did a really good job with all these actors together. Um, Tony Collette has this like surfer girl like accent. She's yeah, just, just, just like this. Funny. Jamie <laughs> Lee's just kind of like a hard nosed bitch. Don Johnson's a husband, her husband. I was Chan. They're all just trying to mooch off their freaking dad, you know? Nobody wants yeah. to really work and, and uh shit goes down once he dies and now they're, they're trying to find out they're trying to get uh who's in the will and just goes from there. Um, so a lot of fun. It's a really cool movie. Knives Out gets a dollar for me. I'd buy that for a dollar. So then I was going down the list of um Friday the thirteenth movies I hadn't seen. And Friday the thirteenth part five I realized I hadn't seen. Which uh, was actually in it. What is? It it's in it. What is? The the movie it's on uh on the movie theater so the the camera pans past a movie theater and it part one and because it takes place in 1989, uh, episode five is on there which is is it Dream Warriors? Oh, it's about Nightmare on Elm Street. 
Yeah, what did you just watch? I said Friday the 13th. Oh, fuck me. I'm sorry. Never yeah, mind. you really are listening. Damn. T- well, I'm hey, Tony, sure. are you listening? <laughs> what? I don't think Tony's even listening. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it, I think it was part four. Part three is Dream Warriors. So if it was Dream, if it was part three in the, in the theater. And it, no, it was part five, I think. Part five is the Dream Child. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, because well, I was thinking like Dream Warriors would have worked because you know obviously in this movie, totally. uh, excellent. You know, they're, told, they're fighting back. Yeah. So yeah. all right, sorry. So, no, so this one was a void in my uh, in and uh, seeing all these movies. So I was like, I got I got to watch this. So Friday the Thirteenth, the new beginning. So if you guys remember, Part Four was called the Final Chapter. When he's supposed to die, Ted White, amazing Ted White, played Jason. <coughs> He's got the crazy gnarly scene where the machete is on the ground. And he's and he fucking got his face sliding right down to it. It's a really cool effect. You got young Corey Feldman playing Tommy Jarvis, who's like this probably probably everyone's second favorite most character in the Friday Friday, Friday franchise. He's um, he does like special effects. He makes these cool masks, and he's just he kind of he's like a mini Tom Savini. He's just like a little monster, which is pretty cool because Tom Savini does the effects and uh, on Final Chapter and. Uh, he just goes buck wild, shaves his head at the end, fights Jason, and fucking starts stabbing him for like ever. So I think they were going to go a route with him. Um, like I said, final chapter, that was it. They were going to end it. Um, it killed him, but it made a lot of money. And what happens? Movie studios like to see money. They like to make money. So like, oh, they're like, technically he didn't die, right? So they make part five. <laughs> <laughs> part five is like the redhead step child in the, in the franchise, in the series. And I want, I don't have a problem spoiling it because you guys will probably never see it. So. And people that did want to go see it, apologize. You can fast forward if you want. But so Friday Thirteenth, New Beginning. Uh, spoiler alert: It's not Jason. Um, we start off with Tommy Jarvis. Uh, Corey Feldman makes a cameo. He was supposed to be in this movie, but Steven Spielberg said no, no, no. You got to make Goonies. So he was like, "Fuck! I wanted to make a Friday Thirteenth movie." So even though he was he wanted to continue his role, but he didn't. So they had to scratch that. They had to make him grown up Tommy Jarvis. So we only see Tommy in the beginning. In fact, they recorded Corey Feldman. In, I want to say it was his backyard or the director's pack. It was, a, it was, I think it was his backyard. They made, they had a rain machine, gave him a raincoat, and they filmed a certain scenes with like a, like a five minute scene. That was it. And that was it from him in the movie. And then fast forward later, it's grown up Tommy Jarvis. And, uh, he's seen Jason in these flashbacks. Goes to this place where this, this couple runs this like, um, kind of home for like, you know, outcast kids and kids that are on their own. They kind of just, uh, taking care of them. So we got this guy, Tommy Jarvis, coming in here. Um, really quiet, not saying anything, cause, you know, uh, in the, in the previous one, he, he, uh, his family and he saw a bunch of people get killed. So he's not all right in the head. So there's all these people that are in there. Um, like I said, it's just kind of like the season of the witch in the Halloween series. If you remember, that doesn't have Michael Myers. It's got a boy, Tom Atkins. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the corporation with the, with the mask. Yeah, cause it wasn't supposed to be, uh, they wanted to be an anthology. Yeah. Yeah. So again, so this one's like that too. So in this one, <laughs> one of the kids, um, that gets murdered. Apparently it was this, this ambulance dude, um, this paramedics, uh, kid. So he dons the mask and starts killing people. So a lot of people don't like it because it's not Jason, but fuck man, this one's got a lot of killing. Um, the guy's wearing a mask. So he looks like Jason and this one's got, uh, a chick with one of the greatest wrecks of all time in a horror movie. I mean, it's unbelievable Ooh. and it's, and they're out there for a long time. And the other trippy part about that, the woman, what? 
Which, what is this? Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Oh, oh. Freddy? Freddy yes. versus Jason, right? Yes. Gotcha. All right, cool. There you go. Look it up. I'm going to look um, it up. This one's, yeah, this one is uh, Friday the 13th Part 5, The New Beginning. Yeah, um, I know. So not only that, not only, you know, we get Miguel A. Nunez, who was in uh, Return of the Living Dead. He plays Demon. He's, like, in the, hanging out with his, in his van with his, with his hot chick. And uh, <laughs> this kid, Reggie, Reggie the Reckless, he's like, I'm going to go see my brother. For some reason, he goes. They let him. They go have him give him visitations, and he's just parked somewhere with uh, his uh, chick. You know, about to get down, smoking some 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 weed, and uh, <laughs> in the middle of it, he's like, "Oh, the goddamn enchiladas coming back up!" <laughs> and runs to a porta potty. So weird, so random. But if you look up the chick that uh, had that amazing rack, her last name is Voorhees, spelled the same way as Jason Voorhees, which is kind of kind of surreal, which is kind of weird. So. But, uh, she, she gets a crazy, um, garden shears through the eyes, big ass scissors, and then he cuts them. Then her boyfriend gets up, he runs back, he gets sucked to the back of a tree. Jason grabs a belt and starts tightening it on his head. Awesome. Awesome kills in this. Again, um, it's directed by a cheesy, uh, guy that used to do porn, so there's probably why a lot, there's a lot of tits in the movie, especially hers, and lingers on there for a while. Um, like I said, they had to change it up just cause Corey Feldman couldn't be in it. So, I wonder if the people were saying that they don't really like it. I mean, it, it, it doesn't continue from like, so like part six kind of, they do what the new Halloween did. They just go, ah, fuck that one. We're, we're doing it all over again. So part six is called Jason lives. So they have a different guy playing Tommy Jarvis. It goes a whole nother route. <laughs> so it's, it's in this franchise. It's in the series. You buy the box set. It's going to be in there, but <laughs> it's like a standalone movie, which is kind of funny. Like I said, the only thing that ties it in is Corey film in the very beginning. <laughs> but it was fun. I dug it. I thought it was cool. I mean, like I said, it wasn't Jason, but I didn't really care. It was it was fun. So I'm giving new begin a dollar. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. I was talking to my friend Scott. He hates it. He fucking doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. And mm. I thought it was funny because the paramedic looks like him when Scott shaves his beard. I'm like, dude, that's you. That's your nice cosplay. He's like, nah, he but he totally does. But uh, yeah, so then like I said, part six, called another full another route. Tommy Jarvis played somebody else. He digs him up, wants to kill him, and uh, he, he's he's all Frankenstein'd out. He gets like a big metal rod in his chest, and lightning hits him. He wakes up, wakes up Jason. <laughs> um, that one's that one's fun too. So uh, well, I won't review that one. But uh, yeah, so yeah, new beginning dollar lines out dollar. So there you go. Knock knock. Oh yeah, knock knock real quick. So then. Uh, I, I, um, was head over heels over Anna. I wanted to see her again. So I went to the store, went looking for the Blu-ray, couldn't find it, found the DVD. And if you guys remember, I had, it was like a love, love, hate relationship with this movie. Cause I got my boy Keanu Reeves playing not John Wick, playing this, uh, this, you know, he's trying to be a good dad. You know, he's, uh, he's an architect, family's going away on a trip and he's gotta, he's gotta work. He's got this deadline. He's gotta work. He can't do it. He can't go. These two hot chicks knock on the door. They're soaking wet. He lets them in. You know, he calls a maneuver, dries her, dries her clothes, and they just won't leave. These mm-hmm. won't leave, and they won't leave. And they're flirting with them, flirting with them. They, oh, you got a turntable? Can you play some music? They just, just, just overstay their welcome. They just won't leave. Keep seducing them. The Uber finally shows up. They're in the shower. They call him, and he's like, "I got your clothes. I'm not looking. I'm not looking." They come in. Come with us. Come with us. Boom, full on fucking threesome in the shower. And I forgot you can see Anna's tits in that movie. Automatically should be a Slater. But man, these chicks, oh man. I thought I was over it. I thought, okay, you know, I'll give this movie a chance. They won't get me upset. Boy, was I wrong. These chicks, man. I need my girl. Oh man. 
Oh man, you guys gotta watch that. I gotta get, I gotta get you guys' a reaction. Man, you guys gotta fucking watch this. Man. I wonder if you guys will feel the same way, or if you just get upset. I, I have a feeling Tony get really mad, and maybe you too, Harley. But I don't know. I'm very curious, man. I'm. I wish you guys can watch it one day and go uh, shot because I'm. I'm very curious to see where you guys are taking. So all right, pretty funny. So, but. It's still entertaining as fuck, man. <laughs> you know, we get some. We get a crazy. I remember you were viewing this years ago. Yeah, and it was you driving me crazy. This like when it first came out. Yeah, because I was because it was you know it was like written directed by Eli Ross. It's something different, and yeah. Keanu's uh, uh, Eli Ross's wife's in it, and uh, Keanu gets to bang the shit out of her in the movie. It's kind of funny, but it's got my girl in it, so she's super hot in it, and uh, it's just. It's just cool because one of the girls that's in it, their neighbor, Colin Cam, she was in the movie that inspired it that um, that Eli had seen a long time ago. Was, I want to say it was called Death Game or something like that. So I just think how he's such a fanboy that he got her to get a little cameo in it. But a yeah, devoted father helps two stranded young women who knock on his door, but his kind gesture turns into a dangerous seduction and a deadly game of cat and mouse. And boy, oh boy. So yeah, but I still give it a dollar because it's fucking still entertaining. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> and we get Keanu acting his motherfucking ass off, man. <laughs> Some of his lines. Because oh, you feel for him, but you're like, you're John Wick though, man. But you're not in this movie. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. So there we go. All right. Homework extra credit. What you got? Play the music, Tony. Damn, Taco's gonna kill me. That's what it reminded me of, dude. Just do a quick scene. This <laughs> is the way he runs, dude. You can tell he's about to shit his pants. Just look up. Uh, let's see. Oh, hey, I'll find it. You guys, you guys start talking. It says demon enchiladas. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, there it goes. <laughs> uh, just play just the audio. You guys, I mean, you guys can watch it, but the audio part, the audio is just funny enough too. You got it, Tony? Just sent it. You okay? Oh, damn enchiladas! <laughs> you gonna be alright? Look at the way, look at the way he runs! When you gotta go, you gotta go. Exactly. Yeah, go with a smile. Look at the way he runs like, holding his gun. His eyes all rolling in the back of his head. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess, he, uh, he gets burned out. He gets eaten by the dinosaur. He what? Oh, you want to, oh, his, his demise? Yeah. Well, he crazy. drowns in his own fecal matter. Oh. Well, what's crazy is he has a duet with his chick. She comes up to him to talk to him. Then they start singing to each other while he's taking a dump. <laughs> Watch, fast forward it. It's fucking the funniest thing. The fuck? Fast forward it. I'm going to crawl up that trap room and bite your ass. <laughs> She's messing with him at first. You're like, okay. But then, like, she just starts singing. Ooh, baby. There it is. Baby. Ooh, baby. baby. You ever seen, you ever heard, you ever seen a poop duet? Not like that. Oh, man. I don't know who's going to do it first, Harley and Chris or Tony and Laney. Remind you, everyone listening, a man in a, in a porta potty, all this they to his girl. You know, even though he's pooping, hey girl, he's still able to serenade his chick. 
Oh no. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Okay. I told you this isn't funny. Now you're gonna get it, bitch. Now you're gonna get it, bitch. So you thought he was gonna go in the toilet, huh? What was sitting here watching? <laughs> yeah, this is great podcast material. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Right, we'll edit it. We'll edit it. We'll fix it in post. Uh, yeah. Ooh, I'll, I'll... baby. <laughs> that's what. That's what I do. There you go. That's, that's the only do. way I sing outside a door. <laughs> nice. Someone's in the bathroom. Just. Well, there you go. Damn enchiladas. Damn enchiladas. Uh, yeah, Harley, why'd you assign this? Papillon. Papillon. Uh, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, no, more I don't. More drawn. <laughs> I'm more and more drawn to sort of the classics, um, the films that, you know, um, you know. Now, is it you know, because 1973 you call it a classic or are you, you saying that? Well, it's got an IMDb on it, uh, 8.0 on IMDb. It's, uh, Early Dustin Hoffman, Steve McQueen at its finest. Uh, it's a big, epic, um, uh, you know, uh, like prison break movie. Probably shit is what it is. Uh oh. Oh, sorry. So, uh, so yeah, I, uh, you know, um, I just wanted to see it. And then I realized that they had remade it. Mm -hmm. And, um, I can see why. Um, I can see why they remade it. I'm not, a huge fan of, I don't think, uh, Charlie Hunt, Hunnam is a very talented actor. Kane of Steve McQueen? No. Um, so, but yeah, so sadly, um, McQueen died only, uh, seven years later. <laughs> Anyways, so it, uh, it follows Papillon, uh, with Steve McQueen, Henry Papillon, who is, uh, wrongfully accused of murder. And he goes to a French prison in French Guiana, which is an island off uh, the coast of South America. And to this day, it's still a French sort of territory. Mm. And uh, he befriends um, uh, uh, Louis Louis Dega, which is a blind, is that bumbling the song you just idiot. No, that was by Louis Vega. Oh. Dega. Gotcha. It's very close. Yeah, no shit. I didn't yeah. even think about it. Uh, played by Dustin Hoffman. Which so, everybody seemed to know. But he had a reputation. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. yeah everybody knows. Are you, yeah, are you such and such? Yeah. Well, everybody knows who Papillon was, too, practically. So it's kind of interesting. So, uh, anyways, so um, it's one of those movies that um, uh, it's, you know, it's a little long, two and a half hours. Uh, and it follows it uh, the course of uh, decades, essentially. It um, it fast forwards through a couple periods because uh, you know it's trying like to get. The, yeah, I felt like. Oh, you shit. you cut out, Fonzo. This movie twenty nineteen finished yeah. in twenty twenty. What's that? You you cut, you cut out. out. Oh, I said I started this movie in twenty nineteen and finished twenty twenty. So I no. don't really know what Tony meant. Yeah, it felt that long. 
Yeah, it's a it's a it's a slow burn for sure. And you know what? It was interesting. I was I was watching it um, uh, last night. Is actually when I when I finally started it because um, we just kept running out of time and and you know and and then uh, so I, I ended up starting to watch it about eight o'clock last night and I I was actually enjoying it. I was I was um, I was about two thirds of the way through it and I realized it's just a different day and age of filmmaking where you don't program to movies. And, and I, and I say that because there's not a ton of dialogue, you know, the movies, you know, you can, you can, um, you know, like I said, there's not a ton of dialogue. Um, it, you know, ironically, it's similar to, to the extra credit, which is also homework where that one was a foreign film, but there's, it's a. It's just very visual. There's a. It, the, you saying people the main, didn't program back in the day? Uh, correct. I mean, they did. I'm sure they they found things to do while watching a movie, but it was much more difficult. I mean, first of all, 1973. You know, where, where was VHS? They were they're like whittling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, killing, they weren't checking killing, their email on their cell phones, right? Killing potatoes. People getting, hand, people getting hand jobs in the popcorn box. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I get, get the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it happened, but for the most part, you know, you if you were going to see this movie, it was because you went out, you wanted to see it, not because somebody assigned it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and the movie is very cinem- cinematic. It's you know, considering how old the movie is, it takes place on, you know, these are not sets. These are, it takes place on these beautiful, you know, islands. And, and we take that for granted in today's day and age with, you know, um, obviously the budgets that movies are now and, and, you know, you can do I digital how the budget on this one was. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I can look it up on Wikipedia. 13 and a half million. You know, and that was, I don't know if that's adjusted for inflation. 12 million estimated, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, very inexpensive, relatively speaking. Um, so, uh, what's, what's my point? And, and the, the, the movie re- relies on that chemistry between the two actors. And, and ironically, you have these big breaks where the characters don't see each other. I was gonna say you, you you got a relationship with them, and the homeboy just fucking belt, takes off. And like well, and then there's some. I'll admit there's some pacing issues at the end of the movie, like the last forty forty five minutes when, um, he it's the <laughs> when the when he escapes. So we'll kind of kind of spoil the movie. I don't I don't see why not. I mean, it's so old. Um, what's the rule if it's a certain year? Tony's not gonna like it. Uh, well, you know, right. that's different. That's different than spoiling. If so, she, if, um, if, if she's older than, than 20, I won't like it. That's oh right. Boy. That's right. There you go. That's right. So, um, that, I mean, ultimately what it comes down is, is Papillon is obsessed with getting out. He has to escape. He's, it's just, it, it, it's just, that's, yeah, that's how I felt. And, uh, let me, let me finish real quick. And then, uh, and they, they put it up front, man. When he gets to the prison, they're like, here's the deal. You try to escape. We're going to give you two years solitary confinement, which seems torturous. And the movie does a good job of, of 
there's a good like 10 minutes where they focus on his experience in solitary first go around. And then they say, if you try to escape again, you're going to get five years solitary confinement. And if you try to escape a third time, you're going to get the guillotine. And, um, and he just has to escape. Like he just, he, he cannot, even at the end when he's, you know, essentially kind of left to his own devices to kind of live how he wants. You know, he gets back together with, with, uh, Louis and, and, you know, it's like kind of farming, you know, it's just, it's kind of hunter gatherer kind of thing, you know, he's still, he's like, I got to get out. I got to be free. I got to jump off this fucking cliff. But like it's, he's, he's so driven, you know, um, I, I did not care for the, the narration. Did anybody notice the guy holding his little raft under, under, underwater? I, I did. I saw that too. <laughs> it was yeah. so funny. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, the old, the old making of. Yeah. This is actually based on an autobiography. And, uh, so I, that's the source material is, you know, based on a true story kind of thing. So, um, which is it, which is interesting. Um, it, so you loved it then, is what you're saying? No, 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 I didn't. And I, and I had some oh. issues with it. Like I said, at the, especially towards the end, they had to move the, the plot along. And so the screenplay suffered in that regards. They had to, you know, all of a sudden, dude, he just spends five years in solitary. He comes out and he's just a gray hair and he's walking with like a hunchback. And I'm like, mm. but I, that's kind of a byproduct of, you know, early seventies filmmaking kind of thing. You know, they didn't, it's not what the movies, you know, it wasn't about the greatest special effects and this and that. It was, you know, just sort of the, 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 the story of this character of this, the idea of what he went through. And for that, I give it credit, you know. Um, I get how the modern audience will watch this and be bored to tears with. I get it. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to argue. I, I definitely watch it with the lens of the perspective of when a movie came out. Period. And, and, you know, Tony, I think you'll argue against this. Um, (laughs) But uh, I'll continue to rate movies based on when they were released, um, and so so ultimately I did enjoy the movie. Uh, it's not my favorite movie of all time. Um, it, it, it's not a perfect film. Uh, I had to watch it in in, uh, in uh, subtitles because I couldn't understand a goddamn word the actors were saying, especially Hoffman's character. Um, but I, I think it's uh, you know if you consider yourself a movie buff and 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 you like s- some of the older movies and you you Fuck think that, that they're, the, the they're trailer original was, the trailer was putting people to sleep. Come on now. Oh, I, I didn't see well, it. You, didn't you see said it. enough, bro. You talking as long as the goddamn movie is. Yeah. So I mean, I'll I'll finish real quickly and say. Oh, for fuck. It Come on. Okay. That's it. I'm done. Dang. You shit all over it now. Dang. I loved it, Tony. I don't know about you. I'm, yeah, I'm sure you did. Right. <laughs> Me and Tony sending texts to each other back and forth how much we dug it. Wrong <laughs> theories and everything. Huh, Tony? Oh, yeah. Let the people know. Took selfies, you know, with the movie in the background. <laughs> what did you uh, think? Did you get a lot of... Um, uh, no, fuck your lens, Harley. <laughs> Can't wear a lens. If you're wearing a lens, it's not your review. It's the lens's review. Uh, yeah, no, I can't do it. I couldn't do it. My, my modern, my modern lens says this is boring to shit. 
and I, I tried to give it a shot. I get it. You know, that sucks. That's somebody been in prison, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it just didn't. <laughs> it sucks like, being whatever. in prison, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, whatever. Don't, yeah, don't, don't be a criminal. Don't, don't be a criminal. Up. But he's not a criminal. He's innocent. Oh, really? Prove it. Like, the movie didn't prove it. Oh. The movie didn't show shit. It was all you his can talk. prove it. Exactly. The, the movie is a omnipotent viewer. The movie can make anything it fucking wants. I mean, it didn't entertain us is the problem. So Yeah, bro. I tried to give it a shot too, man. I just kept – and I even left my phone upstairs. I had to go upstairs and grab it just so I can <laughs> stay awake. Watch the movie. Yeah. 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 This would be my boy Anthony Kiedis right here, man. That would be a waste of time. Man, it did remind about. me of Red Dead Redemption though in one part. <laughs> <laughs> Does everything just remind you of Red Red Dead? <laughs> just so I can say something nice about it. <laughs> no, it reminded me of uh, Uncharted, actually. Is it Uncharted when they end up in an island? Uh, Uncharted Uncharted 4. Uncharted, yeah. Right? Yeah. There's a part of that island, right? Yeah, so I thought, yeah, it reminded me of that. So, yeah, man, I just couldn't, like, I'm like, what the fuck, man? This guy... He's old. He's seen it. Ah, I just can Dustin Hoffman. That's the end of the movie. So, like, were you bored to death right at the get-go, or what? And like I said, I gave it a shot. It, the whole like prison thing was kind of you know it was interesting because like homeboys were just like passing out dead, and they're just still eating. Like, hey, what's up with your friend? Oh, he just died. Like, oh shit, <laughs> that's like, here, crazy. They took his food and just kept eating. It. Like, well, you know, so so we gotta survive. So, like I said, I was into it. I love it to just, see it with just, the alligator. It just, it just kept going though. It just kept going and going, and then when they. We got it was like a different level, and he, it was like a, it was like a video game. You like video games, right? And as a video game, it could have worked if I was actually playing, and I could have exactly. made better have decisions. Uh, right. In terms of a, a movie, I, I want a I want a story. I want something that's connected that makes sense. Like like he's his friend is known by everybody. It, like uh, uh, that everybody wants something that he's got, but everybody's trying to kill him. Like that doesn't make sense. Why do you kill somebody when you want something that they have, but they're prisoners? So it's like, unless he's got the stones in his fucking belly or something, and so you got to kill him and open him up. Like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, there was some issues there. I'll, I'll agree that you know, um, the plot had to move along to to sort of make these characters close. So Papillon says, "I'll protect you," but you got the money. But it's like. Would right, you, like, it just doesn't doesn't make any sense. It like, doesn't make... Where did Hoffman get? So I think the idea was that Hoffman had money on the out outside, which the, the prisoners thought maybe if he like if he got out or something he could help him get because because he, he's always making deals. Hoffman's always the one. Right, but then why does he need protection? Why does he need like protection from from people killing him? Because cause killing him is how you get his money, right? Yeah. Like, that does, right? it doesn't make sense. Well, if he has the money on him, then yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but it just didn't make enough sense. It, it was, right. it, it, like, that. That that's just... And that's how the movie started. That's when, like, the first five, ten minutes of the movie is trying to establish, you know, why these two... Are, are stuck together and it's an empty story. It's like he's, he's protecting them for no reason and people, 
like it didn't make any sense. So the entire time I'm like, these two are together for it's it's. Uh, I, I just I didn't care. I didn't give a shit. I didn't care about these guys at all. And so I'm supposed to care about him while he's while he's dying in solitary confinement, um, like little things like that. I was just like, I don't care. Like, yeah, okay, cool. You didn't snitch on your on your buddy. So what? <laughs> this is like now you're back out and, and 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 like it did. Nothing held any weight. Um, it was more just like little uh, little snippets of what it was like to be imprisoned. That's that's what it was really showing. It was, you know, the kind of food they got, the 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 treatment that they got, the you know how they interacted with people, and how his friend was able to rise in the ranks and whatnot. Like little snippets, but in terms of story, oh, I just lost you guys. Uh, and in terms of story, I didn't care. So it's a waste of time for me. Nope. Hello? That would be oh. a waste Tony of time. Tony dropped off. Uh, oh, I, Tony oh. got cut out. I guess I got cut out, but I'm still, rec- I was still recorded, so. Alright, uh, cool. right. Whatever. <laughs> I'm done. It doesn't, it, it's, it, it was a waste of time for me. So, doesn't need more than that. Like I said, I'm not surprised. I'm, I, uh. Yeah, you uh, like torturing us. I get it. It's cool. Yeah. Well, you, you, you always say, well, you know, I wanted to watch this. I'm like, Keyword, you wanted to watch it. Well, you know, I, I, you know, I, some of these old movies like this could make for good conversation. And, the, and, and like the, the synopsis says, a man befriends a fellow criminal as the two of them begin serving their sentence on a dreadful prison island, which inspires the man to plot his escape. No, it doesn't. He already had his escape from before the movie started. Yeah, he was. Yeah. So they already sure. like they they sure. lied to us. It's false advertising. Oh, oh shit! Nope. Tony's pissed. <laughs> He's not gonna take it no more. That's right. Dollar and two wasted times. There you go. Yep. I think the, I think they're gonna do pretty good on this one. What yeah, do you say, Tony? I think so. I think they'll get it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I actually tend to think you're right. Yeah, sorry, Harley. I didn't want to. Yeah, like I said, I, I put my phone away. But that's all good. No, I didn't. I... You went farming. <laughs> exactly. You, you leveled up. This is Savage Scott, and it's <laughs> time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Angie from Fallbrook. My name is Angie. Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Cali. Art from Cali. Donaldo. This is Nalo. And let's welcome our newest contestant, Evan from San Marcos. My name is Evan. And you, if you leave a message with your picks at 442-444-0742. Good luck, everyone. So... Point-wise, where are we at? Where are the standings at, Harley? Well, I don't know. Should we just let Art decide that? Wow. You're so upset about that. You're the one who messed up. I don't know why you're all up on his case. Hmm? Evan Smith at 11 points. Uh, We got a three-way tie with Angie Reed and Art at 20 and Big D. Big King Ding of D. 22. (laughs) No accents, no needed. Need no BS. Oh. Calls in, 
But anyways, and hangs up and gets points. Yeah. He's he's got a formula. He does. It works. Right? Right. Here we go. Here we go. This should be an interesting one tonight. I've got eight different recordings, eight different messages. So going on, bad boys. Um no accent this week. (laughs) but I didn't uh, notice a good Christmas and good New Year's and look forward to twenty twenty hearing all your reviews. So on to the picks. Happy on. Um, I don't know what to think. Um, <laughs> um, another tough choice, but I think Harley's going to give it a dollar and Tony and Fonzo give it a waste of time. Oh, bam. Bam. How you like Riley? Rubbing your forehead, Harley. Is he, is he gambling? Uh, let's, let's see. And on the... Nope. Nope. Shocking. <laughs> 20, that's, that's big. That's big, big D right there. Big D, 20, getting them big points. points. Yeah. Fucking pulling out his dick, waving around everybody. <laughs> See? Didn't need no accent. He got it. He got it. You don't need no goddamn accent. Exactly. Hello, the bad boys. It's me, Felipe T. Calling in for this week. I was picked by Harley, who does, who, uh, Harley does not like what the odds of Felipe T. Does better art, Felipe T. Goddamn, I cannot <laughs> understand it. Wow. You need to slow him down. Yes. Oh, there, yeah, there, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god. Uh, that's, that's, that's the key right there. Hello, the bad boys. It's me, Felipe T. Calling in for this week's over picked by Harley, who does who I highly design with the odds of his leap to teach this man art to leap to teach this. Why you don't like that? <laughs> you can't slow him up and down. Incredible. You take his point, you don't know how to do the math. I, I don't know how to do the, uh, what, what's going on, cocksucker? It's Papa Yon. Papillon, uh, Papillon, Papillon, you are making swine there, but Papillon, Papillon about a, a prisoner of war in French Guion. Uh, I do not know this movie is all, I like the last of its kind with Steve McQueen classic movie, uh, uh, I can't start. So I'm gonna say hardly he gave a high dollar. It's a very brutal movie, uh, not one I'd like to see again, but I say he gave a high dollar. I'm going to say, uh, he does not want to see this again. Make it a dollar. And then, uh, cultural swine, uh, MCP. I don't think he gave it a pile of shit, but I'd say he gave it a waste of time. I think he find it intriguing, but the form of movies of 1973 is not conducive to flipping <laughs> <laughs> You want cultural swine, you? Thank God you don't like it. That's what Felipe did say. Ciao, Felipe did. 
<laughs> it's like he has to say Philippe Petit between every word. <laughs> he can't even finish a word. He's halfway through like, a oh, word. Know. He's like, Papi Philippe Petit blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. So he did say Fonzo gave it a dollar, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So he's up to, if, if he approves, He's up to 23. Okay. Let's see if he bet anything. No. Oh. On to the homer. Nope. Oh. To three points, right? Yeah. Hi, guys. It's Marge Simpson here. I couldn't decide which voice to use, so I'm going to go with my trusty old Marge Simpson. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> I am trying to make my call. I am on the phone. Oh my yes. god. Oh my god. She <sighs> did on one of phone Marge Stimson. Uh-huh. Play it again. Put it in a loop. Drop that shit. Make my call. I am on the phone. You got it. Yes. And yes. My- oh my god. That's amazing. <sighs> wow. On That's the awful. phone. You guys. Seriously. What is that? She's even yelling at him like Marge. She's a Frank character. What is all this glitter? Oh, shit. I'm just picturing what? her husband running in oh, and grabbing their kid and choking him like Homer does Bart. <laughs> <laughs> Are you little? What yeah. is that? What is all this glitter? What? Oh, my God. I've got to call you back. Holy crap. Dude, I, I don't get That was... She stayed in character the entire. That was brilliant. She stayed in character. She never broke character. Holy crap! Maybe at the end when she was laughing. She, she's a method. She's a method actor. On the, wow. Maybe that's her she's natural first, voice, and what, right? what and like the world hears that's her acting. <laughs> I think she really does sound like that. She's yeah, just more her. back in the day. <laughs> wow, that was gold. That was that gold. Was gold drops. Gold nuggets all over that thing. I kept laughing when she was yelling at her kids. Do it again. <laughs> I am trying to make my call. I am on the phone. Brilliant. And she keeps calling. Yeah. They won't leave her alone. All right. Let's see if the next one is her actual call. Let's see. Okay, you guys. I'm so sorry. I have never ceased oh, to boo. amaze me how these kids have perfect who, who is this? I don't, I don't, I don't recognize know. the voice. Who is this? Philippe T. It's Philippe T. Absolutely brilliant timing. Um, yes, it was. Okay, let me start over. Um, so here we go. Hi, guys. <laughs> I feel like Hi. she did that hand thing over her face to get in the character. Right. right the hand like, swipe. The swiped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, good call. Uh, which voice to use? I'm going to go ahead and do Marge. As usual, old man Martin, uh, it's a movie called Papillon, and I've never heard of it, and it's really old, and I'm not sure that anybody's really going to like it, so, but, uh, we're going to go with Alfonso gives it a waste of time, Harley is going to give it a dollar. And mm. um, MCP is going to give it a waste of time, and I'm oh. going to start wagering a little bit. Um, oh shit! Oh, she got it right. Oh, yes, she did. So she's going to score. Some so whatever she whatever she bets right now, she gets it. Yep. Fuck. 
And I'm just going to go with one point. Oh. <laughs> oh, come on. What well, the end of our seat waiting. Thank you. Uh, still, it's what? Hey, it's an extra point. That's all for that well, one. That, I just. Oh, sorry. No, that was just done. That just locked her up with B. Nice. I just, I just scored her six points. So she gets the three points for getting it right, the bonus point. I would have gave her bonus point for the fucking Marge on the first go around. She didn't even have to do it again. She gets the bonus point for getting all three right, and she gambled the point. So she got six. She had 20. She's got 26. Damn. I mean, it's all still close. I mean, Philippe Petit's got 23. So let's see what Reed's got, or Evan, whoever's was first. Nice job. Well done. Yeah, bad boys right here. Uh, this week's film, Papillon, Papillion, whatever. Um, <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> More than you know. It's got Steve McQueen in it. Can't be that bad, right? Um, 70s film. <sighs> what does that mean Tony's going to say? Uh, well, let's say Harley, he's gonna give it a dollar. He's gonna think this film's great. Uh, it'll be long and 70s ish, so, yeah, he'll, uh, he'll love the bell bottoms. Um, Fonda will give it a dollar, because, mm. uh, I don't, I honestly don't know why. And, <laughs> that's a clue, change your mind. Mm. Honey, well, Hmm. Yeah, it's a new year. He'll celebrate. He'll give it away to Tom. Oh. <laughs> right. Nice um. Mondo's. Okay. So no betting. So he saved it. That's twenty-two. So you know he's only four points down, and he's a well. Evans in last place, but let's see what Evan can do. See if he. Gamble's 33. Mm-hmm. You should have hats made. Okay, guys, I have to call and explain myself because I highly doubt no matter how much I beg and plead with Tony to not play that first phone call. <laughs> how is he going to know? Anyway, so I'm... Just... Okay, guys, I have to call and explain myself because... <laughs> I highly doubt no matter how much I beg and plead with Tony to not first phone call is going to get played because how is he going to know? Anyway, so I'm just going to explain to myself what happened. My kids act all crazy when I'm on the phone for whatever reason. Um, they're usually very good, and I love them very much. But when I'm on the phone, especially when they know I'm on the phone with you guys, uh, they think it's funny to interrupt me and all that other stuff. They're right. Mm-hmm. It yeah, is funny. Uh, it is funny. Don't stop. Um, I think they just like to see me go crazy. Um, so that worked. Uh, this last time, I had hidden myself in one of the little ones' rooms. <laughs> and um, I assumed things were going to find me. Um, cause I'm not usually in there. 
And apparently they did. They said it was going to be funny to barge into the room while I was talking. And the tiny one has this little doll that someone gave him for Christmas. It's called a poopchie. And it's a really fuzzy, cute little thing. But when you squeeze it, it has this glitter ball that comes out of its butt. That's why it's called a poopchie. And so it's like a, a stress ball type of thing, but it comes out of the bottom. Anyway, that little shit decided to squeeze that so hard. I was on the phone that it burst and there is glitter all over the bed, all over the floor. It was in my hair. It was on my arm. So it took me about a half hour to calm down and stop like screaming. For some reason, I was able to like figure out what the hell because it was, I got bombarded. Um, Anyway, so apologize all of that that's what that was easier than to try and explain it on the uh messenger so no definitely anyway that's me explaining myself and my crazy life thanks have a good show bye i wish you would explain in her marge voice though i mean it was kind of (laughs) dropped the ball there thanks for your explanation that was yeah that's good. Nice, nice we picture. Did, we, yeah, we didn't need it, but you know, we appreciate it. So thank you. I appreciate the picture of a exploding poop, glitter oh poop. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, I saw it, that. it replaces the one that that Harley painted, painted earlier, but of the poop pudding. Oh going yeah. To oh yeah. Right. All right, here we go. This has got to be Evan. Bonjour, Monsieur Babas. I did not watch. Steve McQueen's Papillon, but oh, I, I could already hear Oregon So I make my guesses off of that, and some pictures of Dustin Hoffman in makeup that would make uh, Tootsie blush, eh? <laughs> so, here are my guesses. Holly, you will be giving it a dollar. Fonzo, you will also be giving it a dollar, oh, but that will be on the low end. And Tony, you will be giving this movie a waste of time. No betting for me on this one, eh? God, I hope he's wearing a beret when he did that. <laughs> he like he was fucking wearing a beret. Dude, I just came from France, and he sounds exactly like them. <laughs> like, he went to, like, Accent College or some shit. Like, I don't know what the fuck. What do you do? What does Philippe Petit not sound like him? What the fuck? Philippe Petit's on, like, crack cocaine and meth <laughs> yeah. all at the same time. And he's listening to Tony's dance music. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like actively dancing to it as he's recording yeah. the call. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's, that's music playing in his head when he starts talking. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, it's brilliant. Yeah. I don't know if he like does like his homework on the accents. I don't know I if that's what he stands in the mirror and practices. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's a drama major. He he Something. goes on he, he goes on Fiverr and just hires people to 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 leave the message. Yeah, just I mean he he his El Salvadorian accent was perfect a couple Ooh. weeks ago. Unbelievable. Now he's doing the French. Yeah, shut. I wish I could give more points, but Art would stop playing in, in the protest. Uh, um. Yeah. Way to go, Evan. Hey, yeah, score three points. Yeah, That's good. Yeah. I shot with the three points. Or no. I shot with the accent though. That's that's really his forte, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, really well done. No, every, yeah, I mean, everyone steps up. So I love how, like, this high low Papillon, it's like, okay, I know which way I'm going, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nicely done. Cool. Oh, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. More, but that's it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we got um, D in uh, March. Tied at 26. Oh, snap. Philippe is in second place with 23. Mm-hmm. Reed's getting smoked out at 22. Mm-hmm. And Evan uh, is at 14. All right. My turn. All right. So I assigned Monos. Uh, I think this is the last time I use this method to assign movies. Oh boy. Why um, was, what was the method? Uh, it was a Reddit post. Remember, uh, some, some guy on Reddit, like he had his reviews and he said that this was the, this top movie of 2019. Oh, that's right. That's right. All right. So, yeah, some other person thinks that. Why, why not? Um, the problem is that they probably don't share my tastes in particular. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Monos 2019, uh, on a remote mountaintop, eight kids with guns watch over a hostage and a conscripted milk cow. That's it. That's, that's the synopsis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we gotta be careful. I don't want to spoil this. Yeah. Brand new movie, seven point four. Like, I mean, we can spoil it afterwards, but I don't. I personally, I don't think we should spoil it. Um. Yeah. So, Monos is uh, a, the, it's the name of the group of what soldier commando guys, kids. They're they're like kids. Um, and it, it, they're that's the name they gave themselves, and they're just in some remote mountain, like yeah, like what it says. <laughs> There's eight kids with guns. Um, that's that's the name they give themselves. Each they each have their own unique name. One of them's Lady. One of them's Wolf, Bigfoot, um, Dog, and they're just they, they it, it kind of just follows. It, it kind of just shows what. What that world is like, um, like I don't know, how, I don't know how far to take this, uh, how much we want to talk about, because it can get pretty spoilery pretty quick. Well, I mean, and, I think you know, you can talk about the beginning. What what are they, you know, what are they doing there? They are well, the, they're the, guarding. They're yeah, watching over so, a hostage and a milk if, cow. <laughs> like yeah, very literally, so, that's and, what they're doing. It opens up. Organization has kidnapped, uh, I believe it's an American doctor. And the details are incredibly vague. Um, they don't want, they want the audience to know as little as possible. They want, essentially, it's from the children's eyes. And the children are range from maybe eight to 15 or 16. Right. Um, well, we know one of them is 15 for sure. Cause the movie, yeah, they, they have that yeah, birthday ritual. That. Yeah. The youngest one, he seems pretty young. Um, uh, what's his name? I can't think of it. Uh, uh, isn't that a, a Smurf? I believe Smurf is the youngest. Um, 
and he looks young. I mean, he looks, you know, he's, I, I, I guess that he's younger than 10. So we, we have a range. And and the hierarchy is largely related to their age, essentially. Um, and I don't know if maybe the organization who kidnapped the doctor has put the children in charge of guarding her because they just don't have an adult that is willing to do it. Um, there's a messenger that comes occasionally to kind of check in on them, and he kind of treats them like they're military, like they're soldiers. Yeah, he because runs them through drills and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. And so he's he's trying to break them down. Um, he's also incredibly short, which was like distracting. He's so goddamn short, which is funny. Um, but it ultimately plays out similar to Lord of the Flies. Right. And um, also that um, movie that took place that, that took place in Africa, where children are soldiers. Um, it, it's kind of a combination of those two movies, and um, you know, he, he, these kids are up up in the mountains. They're completely by themselves. They have little to no entertainment. You know. Um, they sort of have their relationships and their hierarchy and stuff like that. And so it's, it's basically just kind of what would happen if you threw, you know, uh, 10 or so of these kids that <clears throat> don't really have a lot going on. And, uh, and so if, if that's, if that kind of psychology is interesting, uh, then the movie can be interesting. And then it moves on and it does some other things, you know, halfway through the movie. It's not an ex, it's not a long film. It's only an hour and 42 minutes. Um, and then it, at the end, it, it starts to get a little more like, Oh shit. It gets, it gets heavy. It has it some oh heavy. shit moments. And this is where I feel it contrasts to the first one we watched, Papillon. Uh, mm-hmm. this had a similar feel to it. You're just kind of getting mm-hmm. the nitty gritty you know what it's like in this environment you know she's uh, we've got the, the the kidnap victim and what they're going through you got these kids and what they're going through and it's just very very real very um you know um, no hope you know just a hopeless that's just kind of doing your thing like you said no no entertainment nothing to really look forward to they keep themselves entertained with games um but it get but it it's just like, but there was definitely some oh shit moments. Like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, now that happened. Uh, one of the, I think one of the weak points about it is that there's nobody to really follow. Like, I couldn't figure out who to root for. <laughs> like, it was, you know, I wanted to follow a character. There isn't really chemistry to follow. There isn't really, especially if you're trying to read it. I, I, I did get, um, pretty quickly into the movie. I listened to it in Spanish and I didn't need to read anymore. Um, so that was kind of cool. Um, but even then, like there wasn't really any chemistry, any, any, any character that I was like, okay, I'm gonna follow this character. It was all just like, I I think the Rambo character is, you're supposed to empathize with Rambo. Yeah, but there's nothing really obvious about it at the beginning of the movie or even in the middle. Sure. Like it just, you know, just it, it it ends up that way, um, but I didn't know that that was like oh, you know, especially the way it ended. I was like oh okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. that's it, we're done. Um, so yeah, so that was that was the the hardest part for me is I I 
I didn't know what to follow. Um, yeah, there was no real story again, but maybe that's, maybe that's, maybe that's how prison movies work. You know, it's, it's, you're captured. Well, it does play out very similar to a prison movie. Yeah. Um, cause they're, they're essentially prisoners themselves. Right. Exactly. Um, cause that, that is a plot point in the movie where that, the, yeah. their little group has some issues with authority and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, but I would agree, you know, if you want to contrast it to Papillon, uh, it does have some, some more, oh shit moments that I think help it chug along, uh, where something like Papillon, you are sort of, um, you kind of have to fill in some of the voids yourself. Um, but I right. think this one did a good job of, um, there's a, there's a, a conflict. I'd say about about 45 minutes to an hour into the movie. And from that point on, the movie really picks up steam, I think, for the audience. And and while you still don't have a clear like, okay, you know, what's the what what is this what is the plot? What is the point? What what needs to happen? Um, you know, the doctor is kind of the the variable that we get. She's, she's the Papillon kind of thing, ironically. Right. <laughs> um, just thinking about it now. Um, uh, but the movie does a very nice job of, of, from an editing and pacing standpoint of, of, of chugging that along and then some beautiful cinematography. So, Fonzo, what did you think? I think we may have lost him. No, I think he's snoring. <laughs> Shit. What'd you guys call me? Yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, what'd you, what'd you think? I mean, I was having a hard time with this one too. Wow. I watched them back to back. Yeah. That was not a good Oh, time. you watched them back to back? Yeah. That was not good. <laughs> we watched Monos earlier in the week. Yeah, I tried to catch it before I left off for the weekend, you know, so I had to, had to crank them out, mm-hmm. you know, and uh yeah, it looked cool, but I don't know if it's that first one, but this one was uh kind of... That's rough, because I watched them yesterday, I watched Papillon, and today I watched Monos, oh, okay. so just two days back to back, it's a bit rough. I, can, yeah. I can't imagine watching them directly, like straight yeah. one It was the just other. like... Yeah, like how you said with Pampion where you just couldn't like relate, you couldn't get with the character, you know what I mean? I just, like you said, there's no one to uh, pull or, what were you, how'd you say? Like you, there's no one to, to root back for. up. Or root for, thank you. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's beautifully shot. Like if there's no question, you know, him and the cinematographer have a, have a great eye. And, and some of the, the, the score like was, was yeah, a very yeah. thing. I'm like, I'm, I know Tony's going to dig this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, very dubstep feel to it. Uh huh. Odd choice, but yeah, you know, it was very modern, mm-hmm. which I liked. I, I thought there was a couple scenes where the score really helped bring up the tension and sure. the anxiety of the film. You guys already talked about. It? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I leaned back for a second. <laughs> Did you guys right, like it? Right. 
That that's pretty funny. You you got you, you, you're out. I must have been. I'm sorry. Uh, I heard you guys talking out there. Obviously, that hasn't happened in a long time. Yeah. Uh, I also oh, so so uh, pay attention, motherfucker. Okay, sorry. <clears throat> no, it's all good. Um, I actually ended up really enjoying it. Oh, nice. Um, it uh, it ended. It started hitting you with kind of left hooks. Mm. Uh, once once we I'll say this once once Bigfoot um sort of decides that he's in charge. I won't go any farther than that. Um. The movie decides that this is what the movie's about. And now I'm actually going like, okay, so now I, I get it. Now this really plays out like a much more modern and I would argue better version of Lord of the Flies. So we watched Lord of the Flies a couple of years ago on the podcast mm-hmm. and it was okay, but I don't remember it holding up that well. And some of it's just the age of the film, you know, um, I'm sure the movie probably or the book probably plays out better. Uh, this one felt very like that. You know, you get these 10 kids, give or take, varying ages, and you're going to have some fucking serious uh, fights over, you know, who's who's the alpha kind of thing. And it's they're left to their own devices. And the, the messenger comes up rarely, and when he comes up, he essentially there's he's punishing him. Yeah. Like, you know, he's he's he never comes bearing gifts. You know, <laughs> he comes there to kick their ass. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's a hardened veteran himself. But still, these guys are fucking kids. Half of them are little boys. You know, there's a couple women. Um, Rambo, I, it's not clear whether he or is a she or uh, it's played by a woman, but I think at the end it's basically telling me that it's a young boy. Um, but then really? there's that, yeah, cause, oh, oh, so there's one scene and you probably didn't notice this cause you weren't reading it. They refer to him as him. Huh. It t- towards the end of the movie. And it's the only time where I was like, okay. They said Rambo was a boy because I was for sure Rambo was a girl, especially with the kissing scene. Well, Um, right. Uh, The act that's an actress. It's a female actress. Yes. Now, maybe maybe the subtitle was a mistake, but they uh, because I rewound it and the the other children refer to Rambo is him. So maybe it was a mistake, but yeah, I, I throughout the whole movie, I was like, Rambo's a girl. Hmm. Um, she's just too. She's essentially, you know, kind of. She's old enough to be post puberty, but she's not. You know, uh, lady is is sort of the the girl of the group, um, and I th- I thought how the how that played out, how the the relationships of the older kids played out. Um, and the younger ones, I, I really enjoyed that. I, it really worked with me. I, uh, it, it wasn't overly dialogue heavy. Um, so it wasn't nearly as much work as, um, uh, uh, what was the last movie we just saw? Um, Parasite, you know, that had a ton of fucking dialogue. 
then this one was much more visual. Lot Funny more that action. that director had said something about um, subtitles on his speech. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. No, I'll find I didn't. It. Let me see what he said. Here, I'll find it. Mm-hmm. So um, I ended up having a really good time with it. I I can see why somebody would watch this movie and go, "This was this was in my top ten or top five movies of the year." It it um it it's not a uh, you know this isn't what you know this ain't a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie for sure. Yeah, this is what he said. Um, Once you overcome the one inch tall barrier of subtitles, you will be introduced to so many more amazing films. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is very well done. I'm, I'm very happy I saw it. So, um, hey, I, I'm going to pull a Tony here and go because I only watched it once. Um, I'm, I'm not going to give it a Slater. It's, it's possibly wow. Slater worthy. I wow. don't know that, you know, it'll, it, it would be a movie that I would happily watch again to play for somebody that hasn't seen it. Mm. Uh, and I know what happens and I can see some of the more detail and nuances. I think the performance of the kids are outstanding, um, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a real uh, high high dollar. Mm. I'd buy that for a dollar. I would. I'm not going as far as you you did. Um, I don't see this being a top of the year. I, I it's it's very artsy. Um, sure. But, uh, and it, 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 yeah, maybe a little too too fartsy. For me, uh, a little too I like, I like my yeah. I like my my fartsy on the chill side. Like just keep it keep it mellow. <laughs> I like Shit. my farts to be cool. That's the best <laughs> review to a movie ever. I want my fartsy chill. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's just I, I got to write down the title of the podcast. Yeah, fartsy chill. Chill farts. <laughs> you can go either way. Chill yeah. farts yeah, or farts. You can chill. True. Either way. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I did end up in enjoy- palindrome. <laughs> uh, buy that for a give it a dollar. I enjoyed it. Like the, the ending is not the typical ending that gets mm. me, but, or the, I, I normally don't like that kind of sudden ending, um, without revealing too much, but it works for this. I'd be kind curious of to talk about it for a minute. Sure. Uh, Fonza? Yeah, I was hoping since it, you know, you do look it up and it is in a lot of people's top tens as, you know, um, it's up there a lot. And, uh, yeah, for me, I just, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I should have watched another day, but seeing it back to back might have heard it. But I, I, like I said, at this point, I was just like, you know, if it hasn't gotten me already interest, you know what I mean? I don't think it will. So yeah. that was a waste for me. That would be a waste of time. So, so give us a couple minutes on the spoiler alert. The following may spoil the movie for your poor sensitive ass. You've been warned. Okay. <laughs> then we lost them. Because <laughs> it is interesting. Um, uh referencing referencing Rambo's character obviously Rambo is is rescued but rescued is a a broad term mm-hmm. i think and if you if you read the wikipedia it says as the helicopter arrives in a nearby city one of the soldiers radios his commander and repeatedly requests what should we do with the captive 
a tearful Rambo becomes visibly terrified. Why would Rambo be terrified? Is she afraid like she's going to go to prison or something? Yeah, because uh, there's a war going on. Like there's, there's, but the movie doesn't, uh, the movie doesn't talk, doesn't go into detail about that. Right, right. But they are an enemy. Like she didn't get rescued. She got captured. She got captured. Oh, okay. So I'm, see, that's, see that. Right. So you can see it from the point of view of she got, she, she got rescued from that life and maybe she'll be able to get out of that kind of life. But in terms of the conflict that's going on in the area in 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 Colombia, uh, I just I was just looking at the at the Wikipedia, um, but that's mm-hmm. that's where it was supposed to be. And, um, Is she any better off? Though? Like right, right. That's I think that's the point. I think that's why it ended there. That's why she was crying because you're like shit. Right. Like, she's like, oh, fucked. Fuck, she's kind of fucked by the way. Yeah. Yeah. She gotta go to World War Three, y'all. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> drafted yeah i didn't maybe maybe because you, you could wall. hear the movie better mm. maybe there's some some subtleness into the dialogue um well because yeah, you were gonna hate it already. it wasn't right. clear to me what the conflict <laughs> was about uh i don't think it, no it wasn't clear the yeah. conflict wasn't clear it's just that there was one there okay. was a conflict there was a conflict the, but we don't know why we don't know who, you know who it was yeah, um, you just throw out the word conflict, and you gotta be like, move on. You're like, okay, yeah, that's like shit. I mean, and and, and well, it, I would imagine that maybe there's like, you know what I mean? What's that? Like, well, do you really need dictates, to know. In detail? It kind of dictates what potentially is going to happen to her. Yeah, so um, but I imagine, like, like you said at the beginning of the review, it's from the kid's point of view, and maybe yeah. the kids don't know. I think that's exactly right. I think mm. they're naive to, they don't know what's going on. You know, they're probably, um, uh, what is it? Kids that are giving up their, uh, um, aren't these like essentially like stormtroopers? They got taken away from their family to do a job. Right. They don't, we, we don't know. We, they don't, again, they don't go into detail about the origin story. I, I get the feeling they're probably, you know, um, okay, so, okay, so, so, so yeah. in the scene where they kill that family or they kill the parents of that family and oh, the kids, gosh. right, are stuck under the, under the table, right, right. that scene to me showed that was their origin. They just got picked up Correct. And, and got yeah. assimilated yeah. into whatever this was and they don't know. Yeah. So th- that, I think that's what that scene was really about is like, this is how they all start. They have no idea. Right. You know, yeah. they didn't choose this life. To some version of that, yeah. Right. Yeah. So it, it the the movie starts to get really dark and really like fuck, man. And then obviously when those when the two parents die, they get shot up by by uh, by Bigfoot. Um, you're just like, God damn! Like, mm-hmm. can this movie get any heavier? And then the poor fucking doctor, she gets the shit kicked out of her. Hey, uh, but she makes it to, so. She made it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, but what did she what did she have to do in order to escape? <coughs> right. She had right. to drown a 13-year-old? Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe a 14-year-old. Right, right. And as a doctor, you know, you're you're, yeah, you're you make take an oath to to save lives. Yeah. Right. Now you have she to kill a kid. Cold-blooded at, killer. At that point is what life or right? Life right. or life? Yeah. And at the and at the beginning of the movie, they're like doing her hair. 
They're yeah. like making her look pretty for the proof of life video. Right. Like, no, they're including her in the birthday yeah. you know, celebration yeah. and shit. Like they, they, there wasn't, they weren't mistreating her. That oh. She was kidnapped, but you know, they like, they, they even said it in the, in, in their dialogue, you know, like, Hey, we treated you well. You know, why are you running away from us? Yeah. Yeah. She was looking for Papillon. But yeah, yeah happily ever after. Right. When Bigfoot handles his business with mm. the fucking messenger, mm. um, I wasn't I wasn't expecting that. I yeah. did not see that coming at all. Um, the movie took off, and I, <laughs> I was I was riveted from then on out. So, um, but yeah, so there's some benign or some, some vagueness as to sure. her you know, the future of her. And if I recall correctly, uh, Bigfoot is alive and trumpet through the woods, isn't he? He survives. Yeah. You've seen that video, right? Where he's walking and he stops and he's <laughs> kind of grainy footage. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's living over there where Harley lives now. Yeah, exactly. You get any, any Sasquatch up there? No, no, no. I'm the closest thing to <laughs> You know they call it Sasquatching? What? My buddy Jeff was telling me, yeah. He's like, there's this show where they go looking for Sasquatch. They call it Sasquatching. That's yeah, I've heard, I've heard of it. That's amazing. They talk about it on Rogan's podcast occasionally. Okay. But Sasquatching. Yeah. Just that's hilarious. Sasquatching. Yeah. Because some people really think it's yeah. he's out there. Yeah. Like, there's only one of them. Right. I don't know how old he is. 100 years old because they've been... Harry and Anderson's. Yeah. All right. Let's so... see how they did. Yeah. All right. Let me. 2020. Yeah. First. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Monos. Monos. I don't know how you pronounce it, but. <laughs> but you're fucking Colombian. The movie takes place in Colombia. What yeah, the fuck? I know. Seriously, dude. Oh, what the fuck? Negative points. Beta version of Lord of the Flies. Looks interesting. Kind of crazy, but. I think you guys are going to give it a dollar. So, yeah, those are my picks. Take it easy, guys. Bad boys for life. Enjoy that new Terminator game right now. Takes place in Judgment Day, Harley. All right. Yeah, you might want to check it out. I haven't beat, I haven't, I haven't finished, uh, oh, still on Red Dead. Red Dead, yet. I'm still playing Red Dead. I take breaks. I go back to Battlefield, right. play Red Dead. What about D at right now? He said uh, D twenty eight points. What a way to start off twenty twenty right there, Donaldo. Yeah. Mano, I was gonna try to do a half fast Brazilian accent, but it would sound a lot like my other actors. Like, hello, my friend. You know, we pick it. Ah, I'm going. Let's go. Let's try. Hello, my friend. You pick. (laughs) 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 Like reviewed his accent on the fly. Like, oh yeah, it's good enough. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let me try it out real quick. Okay, we're good. Let's He's go. Like, as an aside, yeah. My nose about movie in Brazil. Now, see, I can't do it anyway. His inner Philippe Petite came busting through. It did. It totally did. It's That's like great. his Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Yeah, Philippe Petit. That's funny. I know this is like fucking Lord of the Flies times 10. Uh, everything I've seen about it, I haven't. Uh, got to see the movie, but I, it's pretty fucking intense. And for that reason alone, I'm gonna say it's a dollar, a straight dude's nuts across the board, and I'm willing to wager two points. Two 
points oh. on that shit. So hopefully you guys lost. Uh, really got him right. Dude. Hopefully fucking. Wait, does he party. break even then? Yeah, it just gets zero. Okay. Don't fucking trip me up my point. <laughs> and I hope you guys oh. have a great, great New Year. And can't wait to uh, keep being everyone's ass. Later. <sighs> he had two points. Bet two points. And then he lost two points. points. He's at where he's at. Hey, at least he took a gamble. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah. know. Shoot for the stars, Art. That's right. He's still got 23. Yeah. What did you think of that Brazilian okay. accent, though? Did you get a point for that? <laughs> okay, well, all right. Well, at least he tried for Le Petit. Moving on. Nice try. Has locked the door, so nobody else is coming in. Entonces, por monos. Oh, wow. Well, right, so. van a dar un dólar. Y el Harley también un dólar. Y... Ah, para MCP, mi favorito. MCP, mi favorito. MCP, mi favorito. MCP. Ah, eh, para DC también un dólar. She's singing? She's singing my favorite MCP. <laughs> Wait, what'd she give me? Uh, I missed it. jugar MCP, mi favorito, MCP, mi favorito, MCP. Ah, es para decir también un dólar. Y yo quiero jugar con dos puntos, por favor. Oh, oh no. She, she gambled two points, but oh. I think she gave everybody a dollar, huh? Yeah. Oh. So she's zero again, too. She's like art. No, she gets a point for the accent. She still gets a point for the accent. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. How does so it go, does Harley? Up... What was the accent? What? How does the accent go? Well, my favorite MCP. <laughs> Dang, try to get you to sing. I know, you're stupid. I don't know why you think I'm going to fall for that shit. I have um, no idea. So, was that like a Spanish Marge or something? <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, Harley. When you go, when you watch a universe show and they air the Simpsons, that's how Marge sounds like. That, I was going to say, right? That, that, yeah. That's, what it was. that's yeah. good. I like that. Uh, she ends up with one point, unfortunately, in total, because uh, she lost two. She got two. I know, Alfonso, I would have thought you would have gave us a dollar. So I'm a little I know, surprised. Me too. Right? Well, you know, the hype and everything around it, too, for sure. Yeah. Uh, she's up to 27. All right. There you go. There we go. Last one. Mono. Oh, no. Two more. Two more. Mono. Yeah. Does it, does it mono? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, I need that argument to hmm. himself. This looks grim. <laughs> <laughs> that's the word. That's, that's the appropriate right. word. I can read. Um, this looks grim. Who's going to enjoy this film? Are you asking us, Reed, or? <laughs> He's waiting for us to answer. Yeah. Harley will give it a waste of time. Oh, mm. fuck. 
Fonzo will give it a waste of time. And Tony will give it a dollar. Ooh, Whoa. Wow. Was he different? Uh, Tony will give it a dollar. Ooh, that'd be different. Uh, alright. Uh, yeah, hope your, uh, your Knott's Berry Farms and New Year's went well. And, uh, uh, I'm just sitting here thinking about getting back into my own work. So, uh, that's depressing. But, nevertheless, looking forward to the podcast. Getting back to work. Getting back to work. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I hear you, Reed. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Yeah, and you know, and hopefully that air quality is not as bad over there, like he was saying. Yeah, no shit. That's crazy. So what did he got? Two points. Oh, hey there. Oops. Oh. Right. Well, I heard an accent. So Reed got two points. Yeah, he scored twenty. So he actually is now up past Art with twenty-four. Oh snap! Twenty-three, twenty-four, Ooh. twenty-seven, twenty-eight. What's bragging? Now are you sure you're doing the math right? You know, it's fucking hard over again. Artle, Artle, clarify, Artle. Okay. Yeah, for sure. All right. Anyway, yeah. it looks whoa, like whoa, a real up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, hey there, fellas. I uh, didn't see this picture either. The uh, monos. Am I saying that right? Uh, but anyway. Looks like a real uplifting tale of uh, some kids in the hills. That's a certified Dakota dollar if I ever saw one. But I say Tony's the only... Thanks for the hint of the, where the accent's from. Oh, yeah, you didn't know fucking Fargo? Fargo yeah. I Don't you know? The one giving it a hey Canadian dollar. Fargo, I can't tell the difference. Yeah. yeah uh, no bets on this one. One either, but uh, I will take the time to send apologies to our dear Angela, who was a recent victim of a vicious glittery attack by her kids. <laughs> anyway, Angie, I hope you let your wow, kids out of the air right now. Bad right? birds for life. I'll be uh, talking to you next week. Oh, good. Wow. Nice job, dude. Accents galore with this oh, guy. Seriously. Well, that ends up scoring him. He always points? calls in. He always calls in last too. You, you notice that? Because Tony plays him like to come in, right, Tony? Yeah, yeah. That maybe oh, okay. maybe does that on purpose so he's the last one that gets played. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe. Well, fuck that. Next week we're gonna flip it. How about that? Ooh, yeah. We're playing playing that? in reverse order. Mm-hmm. We'll play all four at the that. same time. Can you do that, Tony? Of course. There you go. Make it hard. He might to really listen. He might have had the best. The best. Points. You still hear art over everybody. Did you hear that? I heard ten Felipe Petits already. I heard ten Felipe Petits. That's unbelievable. Did you hear that? I I just heard a fucking mashup of right. He played everybody, but I, I, I played all of them. Art over everybody. That was unbelievable. That's amazing. Uh, Does he have his head out the train when he's <laughs> screaming at the phone so all the people that are in the train don't hear? Yeah, him? He's the whistle. Late potato. It's not a passenger train, Fonzo. No, it's not. No. I just picture him like in uh, Denzel and uh, Chris Pine. Yeah. <laughs> or Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson Money Train. Yeah. 
Right. Uh, so, uh, um, interestingly, Evan actually um, did the second the best of the week. Uh, Angie did the best. She scored a total of seven points on the are you, week. Are you giving out points? Uh, are you giving out stats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, points for the week, you know? So, Reed in total scored four points between right. the two movies this week. Okay. Art scored only three points in total. Oh, you go read D went points. from 22 to 28, so he scored Damn. six points. Uh, and Evan, he scored six points as well. Nice. So, so he's he's moving up in the world for sure. Oh, absolutely. Don't you know? As far as mine goes. Yeah. Yeah. Leave the accents to the professionals. Jesus. The professional he is. Fuck you, man. Exactly. Got Marge Jillian and her kids. <laughs> You got Philippe Petit on fucking uh, cocaine and uh, dubstep playing in his headphones. We got red. Yeah. You got we got somber Reed, Grim Reed, as he said. Grim Reed, Reed, Grim, yeah. Grim Reed here. Got to go back to work. <laughs> Sucks. I hear you, Reed. And we got Donaldo being Donaldo. D and D, slanging D's. Man, I would love to do a video mashup of like the full house team with everybody, all the callers. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh. Well, well I feel like Evan's giving us a new accent every goddamn episode. Don't yeah, believe him. He's right there. I think he's, yeah. I think he's, uh, <laughs> I think he's he calls in and, and all Chinese. I'm done. I'm gonna just throw my microphone <laughs> away. I'm like, just give him the game. Done. Unbelievable. Oh, well, way all to right, go, mate. So... Way to go for 2020. Y'all got some fucking points, man. Yeah, it was great. It was a little yeah. harder than usual, but you guys still pulled through. It was amazing. Yeah. Really well done. So you proud of yourself. Pat yourself on the back. And, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a close one. And, and, and it's, it's funny. Not a, not a lot of gambles on that one. And the two that yeah. did gamble didn't, didn't get anything. They only scored one point. Yeah. That's too bad. <laughs> that's, that's how it goes, right? Right, Harley? Yeah. Person you know, that gets most points. Most hey. points. Wins. Yeah. The person that gambles, gambles, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, what do we got for next week, y'all? You've got the homework. Oh snap! All right. Well, we got to see everything, right? Or top five, or top three, or whatever, right? Uh, yes, no, okay. Uh. You cut out a little bit, um, but you. Oh, I was uh, saying, uh, if we're gonna be doing our top ten next week, we should be seeing all the stuff that's out there, right? Before it's delayed. <laughs> I mean, if that's what you want to do. Sure. Might as well. Okay. I'm gonna choose uncut gems. See our boy Adam Sandler doing something different. Uncut gems. Eight point on IMDb. Yeah. Damn. Crime drama mystery. I read, he was in uh, Wikipedia, not Wikipedia, Reddit, and it was like somebody did a timeline of Adam Sandler, and it was like he bangs out a bunch of mo- bunch of shitty movies for like 10 years, and then every 10 years he does like a really serious drama film that does really well. Oh, how funny. Well, yeah. This, yeah, well, this is it then. Let's Maybe see. this is it. Yeah. It was this or Jojo Rabbit, and I was like, uh I'm down to try this. I'm yeah. really down. I, I he's a talented actor. There's no there's no no stopping it. 
no arguing that. Um, we're always on the lookout for the next big score. Makes a series of high stakes bets that could lead to the windfall. And I noticed my boy Lakeith is in it. Stanfield. Oh <laughs> shit! He's in everything. <laughs> in everything. Oh. Uncut gems. All oh right. shit! I forgot to mention about uh, Monos, the the Rambo. In yeah. the the story, it was originally a boy. Ah, that's oh. so they kept it androgynous, even though they hi- they hired the girl. Gotcha. They hired a girl, yeah. yeah. So maybe that maybe what I read was correct in the sense yep. of they are referencing that it is a boy. as a, as a him. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. I was just closing my windows down and I saw that. Appreciate it. All hundred windows he's got open. Yeah. Who got extra credit? Hardly. I do. Um, I do. I do. I'm trying to do an Evan accent. Was oh, that what it was? Um, we'll go sci-fi. Uh, I'm actually gonna go recent, 2017. What the fuck? Yeah, it's a movie we I think we all saw for the podcast, and I really liked it. Um, although IMDb only gives it a 6.4. Ooh. Uh, which, you know, it's not that bad. So, uh, I'm gonna go Ridley Scott's Alien Covenant. Oh, shit. Alright. Wait, what the hell? I clicked on Alien Convergence 2017. Yeah. This one's got a 2.2. <laughs> oh. <laughs> A team of disabled service personnel developing a revolutionary thought-controlled fighter plane is pressed into service to repel an alien invasion. Ooh, are you sure you don't want to see this one? That sounds great. Right? Look at the cover. Alien Converge. Yo, it looks like Galaga, son. No, motherfucker. Alien Covenant. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm watching Converge. Y'all can watch Covenant. Watch whatever the fuck you want. But I'm not going to man. This looks amazing. Fine, if you say so. Well, how was you guys' weekend, man? How'd you guys, what'd you guys do for New Year's? This year, Halloween fell on a weekend. Oh shit! Sorry, yeah, it was blazing. Uh, <laughs> New Year's was on last Thursday. What? Oh, or what? Tuesday? Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, it was on a Tuesday. Uh, I fell asleep by 1130. Oh, didn't make it. Nope, didn't make it. I made I was, the East Coast one. I was, I was tired. Yeah, I don't fucking, I don't watch TVs. So I don't fucking care. Yeah, we just discovered uh, that that's a thing to celebrate East Coast New Year's and then go to bed early. Yeah. yeah why not? I why never, not? never occurred to me. Yeah. Like that. It was smart. <laughs> We've been doing that the last couple of years because the kids can't stay up too late. So we have them stay up till nine, watch the ball drop, and then, yeah, they go to bed. Yeah, it just never occurred to me that, you know, without kids, I'm a grown-ass man with no other obligations. <laughs> I'm just supposed to stay up late. But didn't you notice when Laney went to bed at 7? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm usually drunk by then. I don't notice. But she anything. went to bed at 7 o'clock. Exactly. Yep. Now, this uh, year, actually, we yeah, actually made it. Nothing. Yeah, we were just hanging out at the house. We are playing Uno and uh, just hanging out waiting. Cool. Just chilled, yeah. We got Panda with the last couple of years that Game has been getting Panda Express. Oh, nice. Years. Yeah. So nice. Check out some Panda. Panda. I like that tradition. I'm going to think I'm going to steal it. There you go. You can't but steal I, it if you already. Yeah, I already have it once a week anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we ended up 
staying we we made it we had some we had our normal friend group over and we played uh i got the new jackbox party pack six and yeah the jackbox it was fun uh we, there was some there's so there was a alien game where you try to get like two of the people in your group are aliens and everyone's humans and you're trying to figure out who's the alien and the the computer on your ship is trying to f- help you out or something like that. It's and it's basically a game. Called a thing? Uh, no, no. Did you throw your? Did you throw your uh, glass of scotch? Called it a cheating bitch on your computer? <laughs> yeah, I hated that game. I hated being the alien on that game. Like having oh. to pretend that I'm something that I'm not is yeah. so difficult for me. Like I can't keep a like I I, I can't. You mean like on the podcast? Fake it. Pretend to be a movie fan and you fake all the time. Exactly. Everyone can see through it. They know I'm full of shit. <laughs> you um, are an alien. <laughs> uh, but that one, there's a, there's another game that we like, we enjoyed where, um, the, like it goes through, uh, like categories and everybody assigns, like, okay, you, you pick on your phone which of your friends fits the category. Like, so, and, and then everybody gets assigned and then the computer will try and figure out, like, uh, who, the, your, the, the player's traits. Like, like oh, this kind of category. Is this. Like, give me an Uh, here, let me, I gotta, I gotta pull it, pull it up. Cause I, like, if I pull, say I give you a pendejo category. Right. So, pendejo category. So, what would be the, like, six different, um, items, ranked items within the pendejo category? It'd be whatever Harley's wearing. <laughs> Would that work? Yeah, yeah. So like overalls, uh, you know, New Balance uh, shoes, New Balance shoes, uh, untrimmed beard. Yeah, yeah. And then you assign long, those to long, the different people in your rugby, group. Rugby, long sleeve. You got to assign that. Right. You you assign all those individual things to different people in your group, um, and then you, whoever gets assigned, like if everybody assigns um, beard to one person, you know, they get, you know, they get, uh, they get that assigned to them if it's a split between a few people then they play more games to try and figure out it was just one of those games where like get to know you type thing like it was kind of fun to see if it figured it figured us out correctly gotcha. uh it's not i can't mm. i can't find the so evan wasn't there to, to make racist remarks about you then uh yeah he's he's not allowed uh and, and we have no racist rule <laughs> <laughs> ouch <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how we let Harley in. I think he gets in through the podcast host. Yep. And he sneaks in. Yeah. Billy Petit just walks in like the Pink Panther. <laughs> he's got, he's got uh, but the night before, so that was, that was, uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah. And New Year's Eve Eve, um, I live, I pretty much live recorded and live streamed as much as I could of the, uh, uh, the, the rave that I went to, OMFG New Year's Eve down in, uh, the sports arena. That was pretty fun. Um, cool. yeah. it was, so that was, so we, we went to one Saturday night up in, at NOS in San Bernardino. And that was your typical, well, no, it was cold. It was outside. So most people were like bundled up, but the skin you did get to see, it was your, a standard rave wear, like, you know, uh, shiny, uh, neon or, or all black, um, booty shorts. Like that, that was the, the, the 
kind of like what I'd say, the typical rave wear. Uniform. Right. What was interesting about OMFG in San Diego, half the people were just wearing lingerie. Whoa. Like it was, it was just straight up lacy thong and little bra. And, and that's it. You were it. live streaming that one? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I didn't think about streaming until we were, you um, got a Slater for that one, Tom. <laughs> uh, I didn't even think about it. And I, the, the, like, because My man's too big. If you're, if you're, well, no, that's the thing. So, so at the Martin's sports arena, his ass kicking the bathroom. Tony's that, over here looking at his lingerie lacy asses. That's the thing, though, because at the sports arena, uh, it's they have the the like the hallway with all the vendors that and and that's outside the ring, and then the stadium is inside. So. Anyone with their phone out out there, it's like it's obviously you're just creeping on the girls. Like that, 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 everybody who was filming was in the the dance area, in the auditorium, in the at, you know. Um, so that's why you didn't see anything. I, I, I didn't even I, while I was there. In fact, the reason I recorded and sent it to the group was for Harley, because he was asking questions last time about. You know, the music and the genres and what yeah. they play. And so that's why I put it on there so you can see the, the variety. Like there's one DJ and he had like three different, completely different genres that he mixed into his set. Um, that's cool. So, uh, but yeah, we, we, um, so, okay. So the coolest thing dancing, uh, and dancing all night, we were only there for like three hours. Um, we're a little more than that. So we, we were there to see Rez. We got there at, like a couple, uh, like a couple hours before we got through res and then, um, the next DJ I really wanted to see, but it was at like 2.30 AM. Um, and Lainey was like, I'm out. Um, but she was dancing. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to milk this as long as I can. And we're, we're going to stay until like she stops moving. Um, uh, and so, yeah, so we stayed there and just danced a little longer. And, uh, uh the DJ is a peekaboo. And, um, I th- think I may have played it last week. Um, but man, his set, he threw down hard. And I was like, I just, I was headbanging. And at one point, I feel like a tap on my shoulder, um, or I feel something on my shoulders. I, I figure it's just someone trying to walk by. So I kind of move and I feel a tap again. And I like turn around. And there's a girl reaching out from the stand. So we were in the back of the, of the, of the field, like of the, the, the ground floor there there's the 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 seats right the seating area up there but we were down on the main floor but she was like reaching over the guardrail and the, at the at the very back and tapping me so i'm like yeah hey what's going on she's she's yelled something i can't hear shit so i'm like what she's like can i headbang with you i'm like fuck yeah so come on down <laughs> bring her down and so yeah we just threw down the right there contestant on yeah it was kind of cool and she's like oh and then we just headbanged for like the next drop and then uh and then she hugged me and said thank you and then she went back i was like well all right that's that's cool (laughs) so um yeah that's the first time that happened uh because it's the first time i've had someone like turn me around and and like ask me to headbang like i've had people walking by and you kind of just like vibe with them as they're walking by and then you'll you'll dance with them headbang you know you clasp hands and you'll you'll headbang like that but like that that was like that was that was a new one for me so that was cool um that was new year's are we going into weekends i don't even remember what the weekend 
Come on, Laney. What did you write on the weekend? Nothing. <laughs> I guess I did nothing. No, nothing. Yeah. Oh, I worked. That's right. I worked all weekend. Uh, so, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we have one last Christmas present for the kids, so we took them to Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah, that was a big deal. Yeah, and then um, we got a joint hotel with uh, my boy Jeff and Kathy and their kids, so they, we all went together. And, um, yeah, we got there, and uh, I hadn't been there in forever. And then when I got there, I was like, I don't know if I've ever actually been here. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we got there early. We walked around looking. It's, it just feels like this old, like, it feels like you're in old, <laughs> like you're in a like time warp you go back there and you're like in the wild west feels like this old california and an amusement park uh started getting built around it and that's kind of what it is like they bought the, there's this old little like church that was a school um from the way back when they had it in there and there's like guys there's like a real life uh blacksmith he's ironing shit he's hammering shit down he's making stuff and you got those guys making those like glass pipes they're there you know uh i don't know if it was like a farmer's market day or something there's just a lot of like cool little like neat pop-up stores or shops or whatever but uh yeah the first ride we get in there that big old wooden looks like old school wooden freaking one ghost rider had the longest line so <laughs> it's like right in the front so we kind of knocked that one out of the way and poor reagan man um uh they're just tall enough 48 inches to to ride so the person was like yeah he's kind of tall enough for us to ride it river looked at it, he's like nah i'm good <laughs> uh so the picture that came out when when um I don't know why Jeff was sitting with him. I don't know why I was already sitting down. And it's just that it was like their family's four, we're five. So it was always one man odd out, you know. Um, so I sat next to this old lady. <laughs> uh, crew was with Garrett. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, he, he did it, man. But he was terrified when he got out of it. He was like, Oh my God, that was fast. And that did, that was crazy. I'm like, that's Dude. cool. I'm like, at seven years old, I'm like, there's no way you would have caught me on that fucking thing, you know. So I'm like, and then and he didn't even like prep with like Legoland rides like crew was, you know, like when, uh, crew was little, Chris's brother or Amy's brother, Chris was working there. So we always had a pass where we can go there a lot. So he got to get used to a lot of roller coasters, you know, fortunately for River Reagan, Chris doesn't work there anymore. So we hadn't been able to go in there a lot to, to just get him used to those little smaller ones, you know, sure. um, but freaking first one he went to was go freaking ghost rider man and then uh, everything else i'm like dude if you've done that everything else should be cool you know <clears throat> then the sidewinder one where you go down the roller coaster but then it's also spins which is really weird man it messed with the equilibrium i'm like like when we started going down like me and uh who was next to me i think it was river yeah we were we were we started off we started off backwards so i'm like oh what the hell so you're all like going backwards and you spin then you see forward and you're like oh shit and it was going pretty quick i'm like I'm like, yeah, this is pretty, pretty cool, pretty fast. So I was kind of surprised, but really cool. A lot of like cool, like, um, rides for a lot of for kids, you know, um, which is kind of neat, you know, like Magic Mountains, it seems like it's all just for like teen, teens and adults, right? Sure, yeah. This one has a lot of, uh, rides for uh, kids, which I thought was really cool. Um, so, so yeah, we say that's like 1030. We closed it down, man. Um, uh, crew rolled the accelerator twice. There's no line. So I'm like, Hey, when there's no lines for big rides, you got to take advantage and. He went on it twice and, uh, he did the silver bullet twice. Um, <clears throat> the one that goes straight shooting straight up back down. He didn't want to do that, which was kind of funny. He, there's some that he would do, some when he wouldn't. Once he did silver bullet and he came out, I'm like, oh, would you like that? He's like, yeah. I'm like, we're going to go again. He ran back at them like, damn, there you go. So they ran there and, uh, I'm like, what was the scariest part? He's like, <coughs> he's like, my thought my shoe was going to go flying away. <laughs> Cause he kind of like tights them a little bit loose, you know, where you could just slip onto them. 
and we're just all joking about like, imagine if somebody was eating a funnel cake and their uh, your shoe just lands right in their plate. We're just thinking of all these different scenarios, but yeah, man, they they knocked those out. Um, the, the little guns, they um, they got to do these other smaller ones that uh, they were to do. So it was fun to see that. I was like, man, that's cool. Like their first roller coaster ride, and and and, and uh, they get to experience just one more hurrah before they went back to school. You know, that is cool. Uh, so yeah, so that was a lot of fun. And then they're you know with a friend and get to ride the train. You know, eat some funnel cake. The the way they describe funnel cake, it's like they they said it's a uh, you know, it's funny. I'm like, what? It's like, this looks, this looks, uh, gross, but it's delicious. <laughs> well, yeah, that's probably how they describe funnel cake to everybody, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, now they got ice cream, you know, they put on it or just powdered sugar alone is, I don't know if you guys had fa- funnel cake. We had it no, a long time. I haven't had it a long time. It's fucking delicious. Let's just put it that way. Couldn't put it down. Um, then they had this machine. Oh, that was the other cool thing. It was January 6th. So it, on their calendar from November 22nd to January 6th was all Christmas themed. So they still had the tree. They still had all that Christmas theme music. So it kind of fit their vibe that we had gotten them a Christmas present, you know? And they really loves Christmas. So they had a huge tree. Got to take pictures. And they had that, 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 that fake snow that's like soap, you know? Oh, like, hey, yeah. look, guys, it's snowing. It's snowing. We're up there and they're just kids will tell you how it is. Like it was soap. It was soap. And I'm like, yeah, but it's snowing. They're like, yeah, it's soap. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, <laughs> it's soap, you know. Uh, but it was cool because it was, you know, shooting down and they're playing the music. It was soap. And, and it, it was soap. soap. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. But it was, yeah, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't snowing. It was soaping. So it was soaping. Yep. Still look cool. Uh, you know, and and I got another Red Dead Redemption mo- uh, moment because uh, while we were in our oh. train, we got, j- we were getting hijacked by this woman and this guy. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is great. I'm like, I feel like Arthur Morgan. Let's go. Let's get all this loot. <laughs> uh, so that was pretty neat. But yeah, it's a really cool. Like, it, it's not too big. You you can almost kind of do the whole park in one day, which is really neat. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, Magic Mountain, Disneyland, <laughs> especially if you got to work in lines. Yeah, yeah, you, that's you another thing. You can't do those. You can't do those theme parks in one yeah, day. Yeah, because we got to do the log ride. We got to do uh, this little mine. Keep calling it a minecart. <laughs> Minecraft. We had to do this little minecart. Yeah, I guess because it wasn't so crowded, we got to do a lot of the rides. Maybe that's what helped too. You know, I'm we went sure. to Camp Snoopy. That's where it was a little more crowded, more kids. But we just—I think that's what really helped. You're right, Harley. There's just not the, we'd have to wait that long. The Ghost Rider ones, don't, yeah, because uh, yeah, you're right. When you're in Disneyland or Magic, you're just waiting forever, and that's kind of where all the time goes. Um, but yeah, and then we went to go eat uh, at this one restaurant in between, and. uh do they give you these warm ass biscuits with their boysenberry jam? Oh, eating that would have been good. They brought those biscuits straight up warm. They give you the jam and you're like, holy fuck. And then they, they have at every vending machine, they have the boysenberry punch. Oh man, kids love that. We had to buy a concentrate juice for that for them. So they have that. Then you know how that old Sunny D commercial where it says Sunny D soda, purple stuff. We got purple stuff in our fridge now. It's awesome. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, they, so they, yeah, so it's just a really cool, fun day, you know, we get to, um, you know, close it down and get to, you know, very last, so they, I mean, just, you know, then we even got an old wooden sign with our last name on it. He was always wanted oh, one cool. of those. So yeah, we got that. But like I said, just for the kids, man, just a one more cool thing, you know, to do before. Cause like I said, unfortunately we were all sick, so we really couldn't even get out and do much, you know, normally yeah. we go down that one street in Poway called Candy Cane Lane. We're like freaking. 50 houses just go crazy with the Christmas lights. We just never really got out that whole week. It was crazy. So that's what was really nice too. Everyone was feeling good and we got to go and, and, 
yeah, man. They, like Reagan was like, if I was older, told I would want to do that right. I'm like, man, y'all are more fucking braver than me, man. Because I was getting anxiety. I was just like looking at these rides. I'm like, oh my god. Like it was funny. Like when I got there, it was cool. But then you do one ride, one huge dip, and your stomach's like. Whoop. I'm There's like, like a hey. bell curve for shit like that. Like when you're a little kid, you're like, yeah. thanks, but no thanks. When you're in your teens and twenties, you're like, I'll fucking take anything. Yeah. When you get into your thirties and forties, you're like, eh, thanks, but no thanks. It was like, so funny. Yeah. Like when, when I put that Danny Glover one, I was like, yep. I'm like, that's yep. exactly how I feel. Man. For the, it's like, yeah. I'm just not a thrill seeking kind of person. Like this just, just, you know, yeah. I'm just like, ah, um, but, uh, yeah, it's funny. Like when I was in school, like when, when I went with a bunch of teens, like, like I had to ride all the rides, you know, I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't, yeah, of course. Out, you know, but man, yeah. if I wasn't fucking terrified in line, holy shit. You know, I think that's what it is too. When you're in a long line, the anticipation, you're looking at the ride, people are screaming, it's going super fast. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like, oh man. And some of these men, they're just like, like the accelerator. Have you seen that one? How it looks? You start off like, like just it hauls ass and you go up and there's just this one that part of the fun. ride where it just goes top. And you're just on the very top. You see everything. And then you go straight down. I'm like, what? Yeah, no, that looks fun. See? Yeah. I'd invite Tony next time, right? Like, yeah, you go ride everything. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm chill right here. What, how are you, Harley? You go with rides or no? You know, uh, yeah. Afraid, like, my I head's going to get decapitated time... with some of those rides where it tells you not to put your hands up. You got to be well, we went to Mad. When we went to Disneyland a couple of years ago, that was the last time I rode a roller coaster, you know, oh, okay. and that was probably three, maybe four years ago. Yeah. And, uh, I had a good time. Yeah. And I, I we, you know, we rode those Space are like Mountain. The three, so, you know, those are like, yeah, those yeah, are Disneyland. It's, yeah. it's, uh, but I would be happy. Did you do the California do... adventure one though? The screaming California? That no. one has a loop. No, no, I didn't. Okay. Um, but I would, I would be happy to go on Magic Mountain. And, oh, you would do some of those rides. Some of the rides that are real rough, like uh, Colossus, what is it, Colossus yeah. the big wood one, oh. they beat you up. Yeah, I don't like you that. know. And I'm like, I don't want to be beat up by right. a fucking roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And I don't fuck around with uh, the fair rides. Oh yeah. Um, I don't like I don't like the rides where it's like it's just gonna make you feel pain by. <laughs> Pinning you on a pinning you to a wall and the yeah. ground falls out or some shit. Oh, like, like I'm interested in in the you know going up and around and down and and right. that kind of thing. The G force. So I'm down for that. Like I I enjoy that. The spinning ones get to uh, me though, man. Yeah, I don't like the spinning. Because like when I went to Universal, then, they had that Harry Potter one, which was cool. You know, it was like a the roller coaster. But there's a lot of screens. A lot of things you're watching. A lot of it, you know. So it's not mm-hmm. like you're really like outside. So and that was kind of making me dizzy because after the Simpsons or. Spickle me when I was kind of like just dizzy. I'm like, this is weird, you know. You're just staring yeah, at the screen most of the time. Yeah, and the Transformers. I like awesome. G forces. You do. I like the the X two. I, I like G forces, but I don't like. Wait, which one's the X two? X two and at Six Flags, um, okay. the seats rotate. They spin. What? Yes. Look it up. No. See. Next what? Year. No. <laughs> fucking Mark Wahlberg over here? What? I'm like, no. Yeah, I remember I, when I went, the last time I went, we we were closed the place oh, down. Oh, no. My hands are fucking sweaty. I only just hit play. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that little dip, that little dip right before it drops, it oh, causes your seat to spin. Fuck and so man. then you're facing straight down as you drop. Oh, it's, it's cool. It's oh. really cool. Look at a POV right now. My, my hands are sweating. 
Oh my god. What the hell? When was the last time you were at a music park, Tony? Uh, I don't know. Years. It feels like years. I think Disneyland maybe like four or five years ago with Lainey. That's that's the most recent. Oh my gosh. It's going straight up. So when you go down, like the seat moves forward like you're going straight down then. Yeah, exactly. The seats rotate. This guy over here with his hands up in there, waving like he don't care. You fucking madman, dude. Yeah, like you get in. And it's, it's quoting like movies or something. Saying you can't handle the truth. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, someone's filming straight up on their GoPro. Let's see. Wait, are you going down? I can't tell if he's going down or up. Oh, here we go. Let's see. Oh, yeah, see, I need to go back Whoa. to Six Flags. Oh, my God. So, it's like, what the hell? Like, rotate, right? It spins? Yeah. Yeah. So, I just saw the Green Lantern. If that's still around, that that should be a fun one at Six Flags, too, because it, it has that rotating mechanic. Wow. I just had to try something different, right? Mm-hmm. But it just, so, you just go, yeah, so you're riding it, but you go up and down. What the hell? Oh man! Alright, so fuck it all. We got. I gotta move this along. I'm tired. Um, and you just you're just literally commenting on a fucking YouTube video. Um, (laughs) you guys were doing that earlier. uh, I started my new. I started my new job on Thursday. That's all the time we have tonight, guys. Uh, So bad boys for life. Bad boys for life. Um, and it's exhausting. So not only am I. So my commute is like 20 work. minutes. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> my commute is 20 minutes longer each way. Ooh. So, you know, just the drive alone is an extra 45 minutes every day. Mm. Uh, it's an eight hour job. I get an hour lunch. So now all of a sudden I'm back to the, the 10 hour grind kind of mm. thing, you know, so, um, and on you top job of is what you're saying, uh, some aspects of it, <laughs> um, but I don't miss the paycheck. <laughs> so, uh, Oops! I am Tony's over there. Tony's over there riding roller coaster. <laughs> uh, and then on top of it, I'm I'm back in college. I am learning. I am going to college, solar solar industry college. Mm-hmm. So you know, I knew a little bit about this, and a little bit about that, but I didn't know. You know, it's like uh, I was thinking about. I could analogize it to like. Somebody's like, yeah, I, I, I uh, you know, I, I, I've installed a cable box in my house before, you know, I've, I've, you know, hooked up a router to my, to my internet. Does that make me a cable guy? No. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're but fine. some asshole that just because he, sure. you know, he can hook up a router or he's fucking, you know, programmed. Or got a remote for their team, for their mom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Cable installer. Like, no. Now I was smart enough to know that. I didn't know everything, um, but there's just so much to know. And I, it, I'm getting a crash course in just the last couple of days. And so, mm. and my, my, I'm fucking headaches. Oh, speaking of which, Tony, um, remember I was telling you I was getting these fucking pretty severe headaches towards yeah. the end of the, I think I figured out what it is. I think it's a salt deficiency on when I fast. Ah, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, so I would fast and then 
And then when I would break the fast, I'm not eating a lot of processed food with any sodium in it. And, and then when I do fast, I drink a fuck ton of water. So I'm flushing out all my minerals. So yeah, I've been making a point to, um, to yep, make sure I get salt. salt. And, yeah. So I was actually thinking it was too much salt was causing headaches. So no, I think you almost well, can't, you, you almost can't, you almost can't have too much salt. Your body can flush out if it has excess salt, but it can't make up what it doesn't have. Yeah. And so I think what was happening is, um, I would, um, I would go all day without any salt. And then sometimes I would get a bunch of salt like at once, like, because I would eat so much in a short window. I remember one night we had a bunch of popcorn and I just ate a fuck ton of salt in the popcorn. And all of a sudden this just raging headache. Well, I guarantee you, I fasted that day and didn't, you know, went 24 hours without any salt. And then all of a sudden just fucking ate, you know, a tablespoon of it. So, um, so I'm trying to, you know, e- equally distribute my salt intake to the day. And I'm yeah, man. Doing Electrolytes. It. Yeah. So uh, I, I, some people, some people put salt in their coffee. Yeah. That's yeah, gross but, to me. I didn't like it. I haven't tried it yet, but um, it's next on the list. I'm going to have to try that because I like my coffee, but. Um, no, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. If you like coffee, <laughs> it'll, it'll change the flavor of the coffee. I've heard it. Yeah. So. I just, uh, but I how just get, am I supposed to get my salt? Just drink get, it with some salt. Yeah, just just take a teaspoon and chug it, and then you're done. Then you don't have to worry about it anymore. Um, there's yeah. electrolyte powders that you can get, and then you just eat, and, and they have artificial sweetener in it, you know, and, and then you can have that um, to get your electrolytes in because you need a, a you just getting your sodium in is good, but you also need to balance it out with potassium. Uh, potassium more than anything um so it electrolyte mixes are good because they you know they balance you out Um, hey harley do you have this memory the origins of alien this documentary uh no yes good new document the untold origin story behind really scott's alien rooted in greek and egyptian mythologies underground comics the art of francis bacon and the dark visions of dan o'ben and h.r giger a contemplation on the symbiotic collaborative process of movie making, the power of myth, and our collective unconscious. Oh, very cool. Yeah, yeah I got it. 6.7 on IMDb. Cool. Very cool. Though, huh? great, but yeah, pretty cool. So, so uh, anyways, yeah, the weekend was just trying to re- recoup from the gotcha. only two days of fucking, of, uh, you know, yeah. of uh, back to college kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then this week, same. So I have been, uh, because I have an hour long lunch, uh, I hit the gym on my lunch break. So oh, nice. I, I got to do a mad dash of a real quick warm up and then kind of do my routine. <clears throat> so that kind of helps. Um, otherwise I don't really know what to do for a whole fucking hour on my lunch break. <laughs> so, um, and it's been cold, you know, so I don't want to sit in my car or something like that. So. But anyways, it's, uh, it's been a good, a good adjustment for sure. <clears throat> That's cool, yeah. man. Hopefully, it keeps working out for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> yeah. So, like I said, we'll um, for next week. If you guys see any other extras there, you know, uh, if you think you've seen everything you wanted to see for the top movies in 2019, yeah, fit them in. And then, uh, like I said, you know, no worries if you only got five, you only got four, three, whatever. Um, 
I'm curious what the listeners what their favorite movies of the year. Yeah, they should give us. Yeah, give us our. Yeah, we've 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 done that before. Asking for theirs. So, yeah, hit us up on the messenger. Put us for you guys this list. What are your top of your, some of your favorites? And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll review them on ours. We'll either review them or put a list up. So it's up to you guys. You guys let us know what you guys want. So that's gonna conclude episode 484 of the Bad Boy Podcast. We just randomly rant at all things movies. I've been your host, Fallon. Stay ride together. Harley, we watch roller coaster videos together. MCP, Bad Boys for Life.